0: hello everybody welcome ladies gentlemen and everyone else to bevy's with the boys it's season two we hello, are everybody. back welcome, and i've got looped audio because i've got the twitch stream on my other monitor
1: <laughs> great way to start off the new season as you can tell we're joined by the lpl gang i'm much more this is dagda with the boys and we're joined by four other boys it's the lpl boys I don't even know how to start this conversation with six people. This is gonna get messy. I promise you that. Um yeah. but hey everyone, how y'all doing? How's off season? Uh I let's let's I guess we'll go around right in a circle because that's the only way to maintain yeah. this. So Jordan, do you want to go first? Uh how's your off season? What are you drinking, mate?
2: Uh my off season is going I'll say mixed because obviously hysterics is like like ten corgi footsteps away from me. Yes. But, uh, that's yeah, very close. Else.
3: Exactly. Yeah. It's like actually, twenty. He's if
2: long. I talk loud enough, maybe you can hear me uh, in, in his setup. I've shut
3: the door because you're a noisy na- Nancy Nery, no, no, whatever her name right. is. But
2: I'm I'm keeping it simple. Just drinking a normal Heineken. You know, show, showing my respect to. Uh... <laughs> actually, I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, I'm yeah. drinking Heineken. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no. All right, copy that, uh, Clement. Do you want to go next? How is your off season? Welcome back to to the the world of the LPL. How are you doing, mate?
4: Uh, it's good to be back. Today I'm drinking boba milk tea. We can walk outside in Taipei. There's no lockdown and the weather is actually pretty decent. Stop raining for a while. Wow, we're going to beer. rub it in our faces. Yes. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. Mm-hmm. straight up bragging.
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, Dagda, you're up, mate. All right, so uh, I'm on the so I've been watching 100 Thieves videos a little bit and I've noticed that Smirnoff has sponsored them. So I have very shamelessly picked up a bottle of Smirnoff <laughs> to bring up to the show to say, look, I am totally fine drinking a lot of Smirnoff if they want to get involved. Me. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, I'm going to be on the Smirnoff today uh, and I'll be keeping that going for the for the show. And, and yeah, my off season has been pretty good. Um, got a bit of Damascus Cup in, which was a lot of fun. I know everyone here was involved in it and uh, just looking forward to seeing the show kick off tomorrow. Absolutely,
1: and uh, just quickly, if any alcohol brands are listening, like we're more than willing to shill. We have no souls mm-hmm. already, so just throw money at us; yeah. we'd love it. Uh, <laughs> Budweiser,
6: good Light, those. we're around. You know, <laughs> yeah. we're all done. <laughs> uh,
1: Jakey boy, how you doing, mate? How is your off season?
3: What are you drinking? You know, you know, just chilling, <laughs> killing. Sometimes feeling I don't know. It's, it's been a what an emotional two months of being human. Twenty um, twenties. Good, good to be gone, uh, but you know it's, it's now. So we're okay. I'm, I'm. There's a really cool deal in Taiwan. There's, there's this place. Um, also, another sponsor for you called Easy Buy, and what it sells is, you know, it does alcohol to you within an hour. And I found two bottles of really good Suntory 80 proof whiskey uh, for like. 40 australians so like 25 27 us and i've been going through them slowly so i'm going to continue my progress and i'm going to have some more suntory with a bit of lemonade maybe you know clean for the first uh, maybe the second or third when i can't taste it as much anymore but yeah it's a nice whiskey to, to celebrate kind of the return of everything good and holy coming back you know how, how many have you had much. so far
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: worry, this is just my personality as is. I've got issues. Swearing your words, Jake. you out? <laughs> when I drink, I become clean. So, uh,
0: honestly, this will be better.
3: Grabbing the
1: hoodie. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, Penguin, europe How's the off-season been? Uh, what are you drinking?
0: Off-season, uh, off-season's been cool. Uh, I've been Damascus Cup, which was fun. Uh, I'm a sober, a sober Steven, so I don't drink anymore. So uh, that's unfortunate. But I am drinking some soup. So, soup is my drink of the day. Right. <laughs> so, that will be my bevy for the night. If that's, that's been
3: rendered so... down, maybe it has some white wine in it.
1: Maybe, so that's
0: maybe, a- if it's mm-hmm. high wine. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you definitely win the award for the most abstract interpretation of the word bevy on the show so far. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, congratulations <laughs> on that one.
0: Can you order a soup from a, from a Weatherspoons, yes or no?
1: That's I, all I'm gonna say. Like you can.
6: Next show Ocean comes up with a steak and it's like, this is my bevy. i never
0: JDG stand. <laughs>
6: all right. Well, um I think
1: people on, on my Twitch show already know what I've been up to, but I'm I'm be, gonna be on the gin and tonic tonight. I've even got the gin and tonic glass uh-huh. and everything. I've got cucumber in it. Yeah. This is Hendrix, and if you're gonna drink Hendrix, you got to have cucumber. Um, and then I've got boy, Sainsbury's own tonic water, so that's less exciting. Um, but yeah, I've been good. Damasia Cup, you know, NEST, all of that good stuff. So let's talk a little bit about LPL because, uh, actually, before we kick off, and I, I went and checked and I got permission for this, since LPL kicks off tomorrow, um, I'm going to officially announce we are going to be casting the LPL and we're going to be casting. <laughs> Seven days a week for the first time ever, Woo-hoo! the LPL is going to be broadcasting. Well, not 24-7, but like 6-7. So like 6-7 7 6-7, seven, yeah. Seven seven. Seven, yeah, yeah. From <laughs> so the time you, you yeah. end
0: your series to the time you got to prep for your next, you are 24-7. <laughs> exactly,
3: exactly. I, I'm, I'm so glad I was talking about, I wanted to like allude to this before or when I was streaming and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can say that yet, but I'm glad you're yeah. the one that dropped the ball. Because I, I, it's sick. We've never done this.
1: I, I messaged them earlier and basically said, look, it starts tomorrow. They're going to find out that we're on tomorrow. Can we, like, What's
4: the difference if we say it today? Like, No, you were supposed to keep it a secret. You know, you're I supposed remember to surprise back... them on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. I remember back
6: in spring of last year where we were on the show and we still hadn't been announced? I was like, guess where we are? Nobody knows. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> we're in Shanghai, but
3: we're not saying we're doing LPL. We're yeah. just here yeah. around the right time. Can just, we just a couple know, of English
6: six casters six having seven fun seven. in Shanghai. <laughs> yeah.
1: All
3: right. So,
1: since we've got the whole LPL crew here, we're ready to rock and roll. Let's talk a little bit about LPL. Now, for, for anyone just joining us, the idea of this show is going to be to talk through power rankings a little bit um, and kind of just meander through that conversation of who we think is going to be really good, who we think is going to be really bad, um, and, and how we think that's going to go over the course of the season and probably argue with each other on the results of that. So, I don't know if all of you guys did all 17 teams or uh does everyone have a full 17 team ranking or just some yeah, of you guys do just, top yeah. eight? Yeah, yeah
0: yeah 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 okay
1: so i say then if we all have 17 teams i say we start at the bottom because that's the least interesting bit and then we ramp it up across the episode and
4: talk about the top layer how's that sound
6: right.
1: me. Mm, that's yeah. good but aye, aye, i, I just want to
4: break in this conversation because you know i think <laughs> all of us are going to have the same four teams at the bottom i yeah. like the, the there's 13 good teams that can make playoffs, and there's four teams that I don't think anyone touches. So I'm just going to go ahead and put mine out there. I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone has the same ones OMG, Rogue Warriors, E Stars, and TT. I think those are your bottom four. And that's right why he's that. just wrong. This is why we shouldn't have let Clement start. I'm sorry, Clement. What
5: the <laughs> hell? <laughs> All right. You, can well, mean, you your mean the
4: your same role. four
3: teams at the bottom? Clement, You're significantly overreaching right now. No, <laughs> yeah. I, see,
2: see, I already see the problem. I see Clement's list. And Clement is oh, he's me. left them out. You, yeah. you are missing LGD on your list because you, um, <laughs> you have <you've> rare ass a mid twice on your list. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh my
4: god. Okay, I just want to say the bottom one is LGD. Yeah,
1: LGD. There we go. Now we're
4: on track. Okay.
1: All right. So, well, let, right. let's do let's do bottom four then, uh since that seems to be where this conversation <laughs> has started. Mine is uh, very similar. I've got uh 17th is tt then E star then omg and then lgd is my bottom four
2: yep. yeah i have the same the same four but in different order i actually expect tt to be pretty good i like the roster a lot i think lgd to me is like clear last place which i mean you look at the roster with how many new people they have on it right it's kind of expected to happen and omg and star also just kind of filling in for me like 15 16 mm-hmm. but right any of these four teams can be anywhere but I actually think LGD are pretty much locked into the last place. I agree. So it's there.
3: sad, dude. I was so hyped on this roster. They exploded it. And, you know, I've already said before, the fact that LGD is 17th for me just... Kind of breaks my heart a little bit. There's, there's yeah. no way to go higher than 17th or 16th. I,
1: I remember I, s- you posted like memes about LGD headbands
6: the other day. I was like, yeah. I don't know
3: that <laughs> <puts> <laughs> yeah. just not publicly as supportive as I was, I guess.
6: Uh, it's even worse because they don't even get Kramer for the start. I like know. Kramer's only on, yeah. a, on a flight over now. So I think for he misses the first three games of the split it's as well. Garvey, their yeah.
0: top laner playing oh, as, no. as as, as bot lane, yeah. same as the <laughs> Cup. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I guys. I got LGD last, like pretty significantly last. Yeah. <laughs> I be, I, I'll put it down. I'll put it down right now. I'll be surprised if they take a series. I, I see a 0-16 uh, season.
2: I don't for uh, the reason no, that, right? But... The, the bottom four is so close. And I actually do think Uniboy is good. I think Uniboy will be the one stand out on this roster. Obviously, we all saw him at World. World's filling in for talents in the uh, playing stage. Mm-hmm. So he's really hyped. He's been really good in uh, LMS PCS for a few years now. Guy plays everything, assassins, mages. So I think he'll be good. But uh, the other four, maybe Garvey when he goes back to top right. I think a lot of us were hyped for Garvey uh, coming to last year, hoping he'd get to play. And in 2019, Clement and Jake, I'm sure you guys had a lot of hype. Oh, even Penguin, you were there towards the end as well. Garvey, this like pumped up top laner. Mm -hmm. So I think
6: there's pieces
2: where... You know, maybe they beat OMG, E-Star, TT, even Rogue Warriors or LNG on a, a bad day, right? So, I don't think this team will be, you know, V5 level amazing and, you know, break some records, but, you know, the, they're not going to be good.
4: I just want to say that I think some of you guys are fucking talking out your asses, man. There's no way <laughs> LGD is bottom, okay? I just want to point <laughs> you this out. Seriously, holy shit. Okay, let me explain, okay, let me explain, please please lgd in the ldl was actually a fourth place team and the team they lost to was ig young every single member of ig young is now a starter in the lpl they did not lose to some random scrubs out of the ldl so the idea that they're gonna they're gonna be capitulate and be like complete garbage to me is i i think it's like overshooting the bar a little bit like if you look at their actual record and what they've actually done I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're actually going to be that bad. The members that they're replacing in, and sometimes it, this is comparative, you know. But in general, teams that do well in the LDL, they only lost to the champions. That means that they're not actually that bad, for me. So I, I don't. I have seen these people in LPL. I, well,
2: for I want to know from comment who is his worst team then? Who is 17th team?
6: TT? Uh, I put TT there. Yeah, I'm the same as Clements. I'm kind of splitting the mark between you guys. I have LGD at 15. So mine is TTE star LGD. And apparently I'm a little bit of a different guy here. I have LNG at 14th. I have absolutely zero faith in the jungle mid for LNG. Like, I just don't think it's going to work. Uh, Icon and Tarzan just don't do it for me. I don't think they're going to do particularly well. And I think the rest of the team is going to follow as a result. I
1: have zero faith mm. in Icon on any team. I'm not going to lie.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah I'm, a, I'm over Icon the past completely. couple of years.
3: Um, I agree. On OMG, the dynamic, yeah. you know, wasn't really there. Just to, <laughs> to reiterate, so I have it out there: LGD East. Are OMG, my bottom three as well. And then I feel see this like small little pinch up for TT and LNG, but it's pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah,
2: I, I, yeah. I, I like I like TT's roster quite a bit. Like I don't expect them to do well in the spring, but I think captain's good. I've seen hmm. a lot of people. I watched some of his uh, LDL games, and he did get a lot of attention from Shun and Lucas. But I think he's going to be better than Uniboy, You know, just comparing them to LGD. I think Sam D and Teen will probably be better than Kramer and Peace. I don't I don't think Kramer's that good anymore. You know, like, we saw him at Worlds. We saw him in in LPL. They were consistently losing lane, which is why Mark would have to leave. All three of their junglers, I think, kind of show promise. Even Pung on DMO was fine, in my opinion. He's still, like, challenging Korea. BV, he was, he was so, one of the only you know, good things about DMO. Yeah, he was yeah. the oh, only good thing. Makes me the only feel part so of this roster I don't like is Chalitza. Like, is mm. just... Probably the worst top laner in LPL, but yep. I mean, LGD have Colt early on since Garvey's not there. So yeah, I, I kind of think just in terms of members, TT just out out stacks LGD for me. Yeah, and I honestly, I'm gonna stick by my thing. I just think
0: I, I nothing about LGD's roster gets me excited. Absolutely nothing, and and like yeah. I I just I look at it and I'm like. Don't get me wrong, Clement. I agree that there's a lot of potential, but at the same time, like uh, I don't know, I just I I just see far too many issues with that. Especially when you're missing your AD carry for the first three games, it just it just feels awful, man. Like it just feels really bad. So I don't know. I'm gonna stick by my guns. He's bad.
6: (laughs) The thing that I had with Uniplay as well was like he kind of looked good on like two champions. It was like in PCS, it was like Zoe and Syndra, and then he was like relegated to set. So I'm just kind of like. I mean look good at but it's not that difficult.
5: Yeah
6: Yeah, exactly. So that's where I'm just kinda of like, I don't really know. Like what happens when he's just taken off of those yeah. two. Um and then for LGD, like I think mid lane and jungle is super important in this meta, and if Uniboy is starting to lag behind, like you can just take over.
1: I think that's the key thing about Uniboy as well is he was really good in the context of being in that two v two with the with the jungle, right? Because it was the mid jungle that it subbed in for the team. And they looked good as a as a duo. So the question is like, how well does he fit into the team outside of that? Yeah. Um, another team I I think we we kind of glazed over a little bit is we've all put E Star exceptionally low, but I actually think some of the mm-hmm. players on this team are like fairly exciting players, right? Like Shao Si could pop off. Like Rat has had some pretty great games. Mm-hmm. Insulator has had some really standout games. Hacker was one of the better parts of OMG last year. And then ZS is obviously a bit more of a question
6: mark. So for me, it's kind of like, can he start do it again? Like, because they did it in January of 2020 and then they got figured out. And now they've got kind of the same game plan, which is like, let's just bring in a bunch of rookies who looked pretty good. And I do agree, like, Rat looked pretty good when he got his starting position over uh, Wink. But uh, it's the rest of them that I'm not entirely sure on. Uh, ZS didn't look good in Damasio. Uh, Chelsea like looked good in spring and then looked abysmal in summer like he really needs to step it up if they want to try and make anything happen and then Insulator I know he looked all right in the LDL but he was never really like um, crazy for me mm-hmm. I think I'd rather see a little bit more coming through but look we've seen what Eastar East can do with a bunch of rookies they just find a style and it works but you need to try and make it happen again here.
2: I think this team has two players that I'm really excited for. I think Chelsea obviously is the standout, right? Chelsea in spring was mm-hmm. good. I actually thought Chelsea in summer was still fine with kind of how that team operated. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I'm actually really hyped for Insulator. We don't know if they're going to use him because he actually only played one game during the Cup. It was one of their only wins. But Insulator, for anyone who doesn't know, used to go under the name Yogurt. He played on Funnel Plus <laughs> Plays. And Much again, better name, guy, by the way. This guy plays a ton of champions. Was one of the best mid laners in the LDL while he was there. And I think he has a lot of carry potential. But I think the rest of the team, like Hacker, Hacker's past, past his prime. We Agreed. saw an OMG, he only knew how to gank top and try to <laughs> snowball early. Uh, if I was on, on the OMG team,
1: I'd only gank top two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's true. That's true. It, it was the right choice. But ZS, uh, this, this guy, he, he's not doing it for me. And Rat, maybe maybe in a year this guy will be good he's not he's not bad there's there's some potential Mm -hmm. but i just think this team individually like right it's just underwhelming right yeah
6: i think that's the thing is that like when i look at them like they're not bad players it's just that like when i look at them in the context of lpl they're just not doing it for me like i had insulator kind of ranked maybe bottom five but that's not because he's that bad it's just mid lane is pretty stacked in the lpl like i don't know there's a lot there where i'm just like i'm not i'm not feeling it and even rat as well like i think he looked relatively good but he's still looking at bottom of the barrel essentially for me when it comes to 80 carries
1: i think that's one of the big things that we'll kind of talk more about as this goes on as well is that this year is fucking stacked man like trying to select the top i'd say like there's there's like at least 12 like good teams not just like Mediocre, but actually good teams. So, or at least teams that have the potential to be really good. Um, so, let, let's move on from the from the bottom four um, and kind of into the, I guess, ten to thirteen range, because um, there'll be some crossover there between the bottom four and, and these four. But I would expect that we're all in a similar ballpark with our picks here. Um, so, I'll just throw mine out, and we can kind of let's let's go around and and throw our picks out and then and then discuss. So I'm on uh in 13th I've got LNG so just slightly higher than than bottom four. Then I've got BLG, then Rogue Warriors and then RNG in 10th. I've Rogue
2: Warriors at 13th, LNG 12th, RNG 11th and maybe to the surprise <laughs> of a lot of people F, uh, FPX at 10th, I'm sorry, RNG at 11th. So yeah, pretty FBX well. FPX at 10th. Uh, FPX. Yeah. Yeah, That's really low. <laughs> it is, you know. I world have been champion. Been I had at one point on my tier list. Now they're all the way down to ten. So what happened? happened. I, I what want happened? to know what
4: happens when you bump someone yeah, six yeah. places
0: down. Holy! <laughs> after I, after I just, they acquired a world championship top later.
2: <laughs> so uh, I, I had this conversation with Jake earlier as well. Even just comparing them to RNG, and I'm I just look at this team and I think, like. Can I rank them so highly just off the fact that, okay, they, the Nuggery, probably the best toppler in the world, but we compare the rest of their lanes, right? Okay, uh, again, comparing them to RNG, who I have one place lower, I think RNG's bot lane, way better than FPX's. You know, Gala and Ming, definitely better than uh, LWX and Crisp. I think Wei is a better jungler than Tien. And then uh, for RNG's mid laner, I know a lot of people might disagree with me. I think is better than Duinbi at the very least it's a wash, assuming Xiaohu is going to go back to playing mid. If not, Duinbi's better than Crying. But point is, I think FPX have their other four roles worse than the team I ranked under them. And I'm just ranking them highly off the fact that they have Nuggery. I don't think they have like a really good uh, system. We saw that their macro is nowhere near what it used to be. Tien's struggling in the jungle. I don't think him and Duinbi are working together the same that they, they were before. I just think this team is going to... They're gonna win when Nuggery smashes top or or their bot lane doesn't you know get too far behind. Like they're gonna beat some teams, but they're not gonna beat these stacked teams above them because the top like nine of LPL is all stacked, they're all stacked with like killers in every role. Goddamn.
4: Yeah, I, I wanna highlight two points that you mentioned right there. I totally agree with is that number one, their bot lane is gonna be a huge issue because when they were successful, they could just cheese pick and pick lanes that constantly push in. And I don't think you get away with that in this meta. And also, number two is that I think Na'Gri is going to play a very different role than he did on Damon. Like, he's not going to be the team fight only kind of uh, Lulu, Kennen picks. He's going to be much more. Essentially, they're they're trying to get more of Khan out of him than they did actually yeah. get out of Khan, which is really interesting. So, is that a, team a lot of has argument? Work, it's going to play really differently from the FPX. We know
3: a lot of argument to have with FPX just to interject is because like. The issues FPX is obviously having is, you know, Tien's got wrist injury. Bottom line is nothing like it, what it used to be. And, and a lot of people talked about FPX after 2019 being a world's dependent team, being, sorry, a meta dependent team. Um, Nuguri is like a quick band-aid, like a quick fix, like there's strength in the top lane, but I don't think they'd lack strength before. I think they lacked unity as a team. And, you know, in a broader sense term, coordination. So, yeah, like, even though, like, I have FPX a bit higher... I think having them low is is uh I was gonna say excusable, no, a bit more logical than uh, I, there's having them low, there's expect. having
0: them low and then there's having them out of playoffs, you know like <laughs> like like they're in there i i though I agree with a lot of the stuff there, like I just look at this like talent on paper, and I'm like. I just can't not put them in my top... I have them sixth, if, if that's if that's any relevance to anybody. But, like, I have them sixth. I don't think that they're a top-four team at all, but I still believe that, like, there is enough raw talent on this roster purely from mechanics and, like, name alone that just yeah. gets that like, like, you look at every single one of their roles, they have a top-five carry in every single one, bar maybe one, like, which I would say would maybe, like, you know, maybe in jungle, which is very hotly contested. So, like... I don't know like i i still i still have
2: them six i have them top eight Don't you know, have to you know, I, I i actually love so this because I, yeah. I have fpx rank low because i don't think they mechanically stack up to the rest of the league <laughs> you have them i love <laughs> yeah, that damn it. we'll see who wins then mr jordan won't we <laughs> yeah say
0: i yeah, actually I, have them have super them high as well yeah.
4: but with like an asterisk because i, I think it's it's all down to tian's wrists man like if Tien wrists don't heal mm-hmm. then yeah. then yeah i could see them slipping out of playoffs but i, I just want to have everyone remember that they were seventh place uh in summer and i think we all agree at least fpx did get an upgrade here yeah so, i agree yeah mm-hmm. you no, know, i i think the general, general um, sense weeks I,
1: I think that the, the think bot lane will be, be go able go to low. chill as well like they'll just mm-hmm. play towards top side no gray or smash lane every game doing b will roam.
6: top depends how good prince I just and, and tries oh, oh, to die
3: expect Prince. sorry
1: i
6: just want to very quickly point it like I, looking at like Demacia Cup now, I know we don't. There's like ifs and alls about how realistic this is, but honestly, I thought they looked pretty good in Damasi. LWX and Crisp. I think especially because LWX can kind of go on Kaiser Judy. I think it's a really strong champion for him. And I think Crisp, even if the bot lane as a whole doesn't play, <laughs> so I think Crisp still looks relatively good in a support role. Like at least yeah, can really. I mean, um. So I don't know. At least that's why I have them slightly higher rated. I think once you go back to um maybe other metas or other champions we mightn't see them do as well but i think if you can just pay mf kaiser i think they'll be relatively okay bot side
2: i feel like i feel like this kind of makes me sound like a huge jackass but i do wanna, <laughs> I, I do i do to out a bit of context and say yeah. i honestly think three through tenth in lpl can all be like <laughs> interchanged no no yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, you're it's right true. honestly you actually right yeah. But,
1: yeah. But yeah. it's just such a hilarious statement yeah yeah <laughs> uh (laughs) yeah i mean it like we said right at the start this is such a stacked uh season right let's continue going around because we only did two of our Mm. second uh quarters so clement do you want to go next on your uh 13 through 10
4: uh yeah sure um i have lng i have ra i have uh r sorry lng ra rng those two are, you know, <laughs> very difficult to pronounce for Asians. And then BLG, so
0: and that's going to
4: be 4A. <laughs> <laughs> the L's and R's well, are, oh my god, <laughs> they're hard, they're hard. But I, I'm, uh, those are going to be my four, te- uh, four teams through uh, 13th to 10th. Um, Is that the lowest ranking of RA? Are you the person who's put RA the lowest?
2: I mean, Clement has RA I on I might have, part. I put them 12th. He also has RA at 9th. So I have yeah. R A at 13. Oh, oh shit. I have R A at 13. Yeah.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I just want to say I'm sorry, but that RA is actually LGD. So my bad. <laughs> yeah, I have I have R A at uh, like
0: I have RA 13th basically. Wait,
4: you are 12th place. Oh sorry, 12th is place. LGD. Right, 12th. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, my That's silly I know, That's I know. So Let's, see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I I, th- I don't <laughs> think LGD are gonna be that bad. But I don't want to spill all my
3: information. me tw- we've known each other for a while. Look at me. Look in my eyes. Do you honestly think <laughs> that R that LGD is going to be twelfth, dude? Coming from the person that said they were going to win worlds, like I'm optimistic. Minute, you on said LGD.
4: they were going to win worlds. We <laughs> went over this for months. <laughs> <laughs> <I was totally laughs> with this is meant to be like <laughs> a we moment of
1: well,
3: glory.
4: When what <laughs> do you mean Just when did I that jump that ship? When right? they it's got
3: eliminated at Worlds? <laughs> oh my god.
6: When they All got right, eliminated at Worlds, I had to
3: jump ship because <laughs> oh the
6: ship oh was gone. God. <laughs> I, I I had at the start of the split gone, yeah, I think LGD are gonna be fourth. And Jordan looked at me like, what the fuck are you thinking? And next thing you just see the Kool-Aid man that is hysterics burst through <laughs> the wall. I'm oh, like, yeah. they're first, <laughs> the first, they're
2: first, they're gonna do it. <laughs> You're,
6: You're right. I still, I still want
2: to say I don't think LGD was the fourth best team in LPL Center. So uh, they are lucky <laughs> to my boy Paul but you know yeah. that's how that
4: they're insane you know the only reason they're fourth is because they played ig twice okay that's the only yeah. reason they're fourth and ig shit the bed both times
3: but you know any <laughs> other people have been fourth first. for that reason as well so um i'm gonna i'm gonna take this time to am i next in the wheel joe i can't see the wheelhouse. Uh,
1: i don't think rob you
6: did yours right rob Rob has No, done. I have it. We did so, Clement. <laughs> I have OG at 13th, Rogue Warriors 12th, BLG 11th, and RNG 10th.
0: Pretty high for RNG, buddy. I don't know about that yeah. one, chief.
6: <laughs> I, I think, look, honestly, I don't see Shehu staying top. Um, I think Xiaobai oh is just going to go to weak side, which is what he does. Um, Shao's I mean, he's not going to be a it. very good one. Like, looking at Easter he was he was weak side i just didn't wasn't impressed by his weak side but i think he will do the same in RNG uh, and then when if shahu goes back mid we, they will still do random times where they come out and just look absolutely fucking amazing and then the other times when they shit the bed so i think we're still going to get the same RNG and they will end up somewhere near playoffs i just don't think they'll hit playoffs
2: oh, i totally agree with that i think RNG are a team if they put shahu back to mid they're going to be one of those, like, seven teams we get that is one series away from making playoffs, but yeah, for whatever true. reason doesn't. They're still going to stomp early game in, like, half their games because I do think they've upgraded jungle. I do think Wei is better than Long Bao, mm-hmm. so that's an upgrade. Uh, Xiao bai, I don't think Xiaobai is that much worse than New. so assuming they run with him, that's fine. But if they run Xiaohu top and cry in mid, my God, this team will get massacred, and you guys know I'm <laughs> yep. a fucking Shaohu yeah. apologizes. I love RNG. I bought an RNG jersey. Don't put Shaohu top. My God, Demacia <laughs> cut my eyes. Oh, it's fine. We can just play Silas. It's
1: fine. It's fine. We just
4: play Silas yeah, yeah. every
2: game.
4: Thank God they changed that. Other top laners in lane. Like he didn't yeah. do anything else, but like, like he beat his, his top
2: lane. lane. His <laughs> laning was fine, which which yeah. even goes back to mid. Right, Shao a better laner than crying. Mm -hmm. Shao's a good laner, but my god. And TP is like reset timings, like move timers. Like everything about top lane is different. He doesn't understand any of it. And, you know, it's not even a knock on him. Why should he? He's played mid for like, you know, seven years. years,
4: (laughs) My question with RNG is, do you guys think that they're going to play the same way that they have for all these years, which is basically folding all of their weak side chips into the bot lane? Because that's exactly how I see this team. And if it's not going to work with Uzi, I don't really see it working with this team either. So that's 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 kind of my comparison.
2: That's why I also agree with Rob, right? They're going to be a team that finishes right outside of playoffs, but they're going to beat all the teams that are lower than them. And they're going to maybe get a sneaky win against, you know, some top team and stomp them in 15 minutes like top esports. (laughs) We're not going to see them in playoffs. And that'll be the the RNG story. And I'll I'll cry in the corner. So (laughs) no, crying's in the mid lane. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh,
1: God, no! <laughs> uh, Not like this. Not like this. Yeah, I, I pretty um, much agree completely. Though I have them in tenth. Like I think that they'll show some good signs, but generally speaking, I, I, the one thing I will say, Gala and Ming, dude, Gala and Ming actually looked pretty fucking good in Damacia Cup. Like Garla, especially. I actually think this could be the year where he starts to look like an exceptional talent. Like the bot I side of RNG, of I'm really day. excited for.
3: I, I think he did at the end of last year. I mean, I think Gala was like I, a lot of people don't agree, but and even though he's got he needs a couple more years or le- needs a bit more, I feel like he has that high ceiling potential that mm-hmm. you know Uzi has. While he might not be the you know exact Uzi-esque, the successor, whatever Clement doesn't agree, I think Gala has that potential. I mean, he's such a carry, 80 carry. Does he go past his champion pool, which is like Kaiser and Ophelios? Who knows? You know, my, I don't think my, it's, it's my very problem.
0: Hard. My problem with this hype train, and I'm gonna derail it a little bit, is the meta. It just doesn't lend itself for you to be an insane, unbelievable AD carry like it used to be. If you could just be a safe AD carry, you're fine. You don't need to be as good as Uzi. You don't need to be as good as as Jackie Love. You just need to be safe. It's about the other lanes and the jungle pressure, in my opinion, anyway. I, that like, I just feel like Gala's not gonna be able to shine because he's not gonna have that kind of support. I
1: kind of. So, the, I think that's first off up in the air because we're just finishing preseason, so we don't really true, know. True, true. But second off, I actually think with the introduction of stuff like Gale Force to the game, there's actually a huge amount more skill expression in the AD carry role than there has been in mm-hmm. a couple of years, honestly. Like, I'm. Really excited for the way that the meta shifts, and we're, it, the way it's looking right now is that crit AD carries are going to come in more and more, meaning that that late game 1v5 80 carry meta could actually come into the game. There's, there's potential for it, so it's possible that towards the later stages of the year, depending on how patches go and things, that actually could end up being the way that League of Legends looks.
0: True. But if I'm playing against RNG in any fashion, I know what I need to do to win. I just can't bot lane. I shove everything into bot lane and make sure Gala never even gets to that point. I don't know. I have I have RNG twelfth. I I have them quite mm-hmm. low. I do not really believe in anything that they I don't know. I just like like this this team seems like a mess of throw it at the wall and see what sticks. And I'm really not excited. Mechanically, a lot of these players are really good. I, I I can see a lot of potential. Like they will take some games. They are better than obviously, like you know, Rogue Warriors, E Stars, and LGD and stuff like that. But I I do not see them like getting even uh, close to so, like sooning. So and stuff. Just, I'm just
6: gonna real quick jump in to give people context. There was like a game and two games essentially between.
3: Eighth and 12th. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's
6: the area that we're arguing here. It's even closer
3: in spring. Even spring was like yeah. 8th to nine no, like to like 8th. 15th.
6: Yeah. 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 And LGD well, yeah.
3: so, were no, like, yeah, on the cusp at the bottom. Yeah.
5: I
1: wanna go it is, it, it, to it is close. Okay. Can we, Lyric, what What did you want to say mm. about RNG?
2: Uh, I feel like the, the Gala thing is kind of important. Just the context of, honestly, I feel like 80 carry in LPL is the weakest it's ever been. I don't feel like we really have like, and, we and, talked about and, this like a bunch of Uzi level players, like we did before. <laughs> so Gala, I think, is a top eighty carry in LPL, but that's because of the role in LPL, in my opinion, and not necessarily that Gala is true. Like big, fi- big fish,
0: little pond kind of setup. Yeah, yeah. I, I also want to point
4: out the Gala thing is that I, I think he's really good in team fights. He looks like the best player on RNG in team fights, no doubt whatsoever. But he's never yeah. been lane dominant throughout his entire career. And if you look at the trajectory for ADC careers, AD carries are born. They're not built they don't get better over the years they start out excellent and then yep. they slowly peter off so for me gala um i don't think he's going to give you the same yield that uzi did like when they were running uzi you know you level two gank you level four teleport from top lane level everybody three, comes like and dive visits. the tower okay. that's <laughs> worth it because uzi's going to give you 20 plus cs leads every time but I, I don't think gala if you look at his histories he's never really done that through his career he's much more been focused on the team fights and that's why i also think that this rng you know if they're going to play this exact same way that they did with Uzi, this is simply just like a downgraded but version. Yeah.
3: Just remember with trends, you know, LPL never won Worlds until twenty twenty eighteen, right? We're talking just trends in general. I know it's very, you know, apples and, you know, blood oranges, but... Like you know, eighty that, carries can still be developed.
0: That, that feels very disingenuous. LPR is in care. the finals of a lot of international tournaments <laughs> well, well, and had one MSI previous to that. I feel like that's oh, a bit of a cop out, mate. <laughs> I leave it. Don't give any context. Make it seem dude, that dude, I'm. You not can say yours. anything
4: could happen tomorrow. Okay, with that comment, you can literally say anything happens tomorrow. But anything happens. Whatever, that whatever. is <laughs> true.
3: <laughs> that is also true, though. Jake
2: zoomer, guys. Jake's a zoomer. He doesn't know a bunch of. No,
3: I'm on. a. I'm Generation Y. I think. I'm not Ender. I'm not... Wait. Yeah, no, I'm like a year off. Being yeah, a new... Baba
6: either way. <laughs> yeah.
3: Thank you. Um, okay. Uh, Jake. Machine, can I put it... In... Yeah, can I? It's your go, I think. Thank you. I was, that's why I was coming here real, real flash hot. <laughs> yeah, that, you're pointing towards climate for me. So um, 13 for me is LNG, no surprise. Rogue Warriors come in 12, but even that felt guilty because I reckon they could probably just make ninth or 10th. Um, RNG in 11, and this one made everyone upset is that I put EDG in 10th. Um. So here's his okay. Yeah, all right. Settle down. I agree. Okay. okay. The thing I about EDG is like skepticism, right? Top it's top it's, it's kind of the too. feeling, kind of feeling with RNG that I get, where the feeling like maybe they're, they're very different teams, right? But it's skepticism on the basis of like, what does Clearlove bring, bring? What form is he going to be in is less of a question. Um. What like EDG's individual strengths have grown. Especially having Gory behind Scout, I, I am very uh, believing of having a second player who's really hungry and young behind a player to you know build build them up. Like Lo with Ning last year was a very good example of that. Uh, Viper with Hope and then Mako still bottom. I'm just still like skeptical because EDG had a good roster last year, but 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 tenth in summer. And, and so how do you you know better
0: players? Sure but they had good players last so year in my opinion i agree i i kind of agree with you but i'm gonna put in that same caveat that we put in for the last one we were talking about rng of like there was like one game between like five teams or one series excuse me um so like you could 100 be correct and they might just not make it i tend to lean towards a clear love as a defining factor now i do not have them in top four like these crazy motherfuckers but i have them <laughs> i have them in top eight but not very high in that top eight because exactly. I feel like Clear Love could be the difference between not getting into playoffs and getting into playoffs. But go on with okay, your I agree with the rest of your stuff. I just also
3: I just want to add, just quickly before I hand it off again, um, that this is the one I'm most skeptical about for where I put, ironically enough. So I'm skeptical about the roster, but I'm also skeptical about my placement. So I'll yeah. leave
2: it there. I, I do you say, guys so want to jump on EDG
4: now? Or, do, or should we save it for later?
2: I, 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 I jump on it now. Yeah, we, Let's go, we might as well. well. We right. might as well. Um, I, I, for me, I think a big thing is. I think this team will be the one that is most dynamic in their placement. I think if Clearlove integrates well, I can even see this team being like top, top two, top three. But they, they'll have like the most drastic drop off if he doesn't. I think talent-wise, they're just too stacked. I mean, Flandre, I think, is a massive upgrade to, you know, Shaoxang, Audi, and who the yeah. third one's escaping me. But, of course, they had a bunch of top laners. Viper, Jin Jin. I do think, oh, is it's better terrible. than Hope uh gory under scout i love the point that jake made I, I think he's gonna be great because scout does have those times where he just seems kind of off and you can even see in his solo queue there are times where scout scout will grind like 13 games a day at some points and that's when he's really hot in lpl and there's times he'll take his profile he's playing like four to five and he's not playing too well and he's slumping but i think mechanically this team's too stacked I think they can be very versatile in where they play with Clear Love back. I would think they're going to play more towards bot side like they always did, especially with having Viper on the roster. But we did see in 2020 they were able to play around top because Scout and Junja only ganked top lane. They never went bot. And now that they have Flandre, I think that will be good. EDG, self admittedly, their biggest problem was shot calling. Clear Love's a shot caller and Flandre's a shot caller. So if Clear Love doesn't work out, guess what? JJ is still fine. JJ is still, you know. And an average to, to uh, above average jungler and LPL. So I, I can't imagine a world where this team doesn't hit, you know, its it's stride. I I believe in those intangibles and clear love. I believe in this team even if clear love doesn't work out because I think JJ is sick. And yeah, top four EDG. Let's go, Clement Chu.
6: So I haven't yeah. got as high. Sorry, go on, Clevitz. I'll let you jump on the fourth place. Oh, I'm no, trained. no, no, no. If you <laughs> want to go, you can go first. I'm, I'm totally
1: I fine. <laughs> I'm going to wait, and then I'm going to go last after you go. So
6: I have them in playoffs. I don't have them as high as fourth. But I do. I agree pretty much with a lot of what Jordan said. I think love coming in is going to be great. Um, Farm-heavy, like he was always a farm mean, kind of style jungler so i think he's going to fit current meta uh super smart as pathing which as we see at the moment is doing very very well like when you look at like canyon kanavi these guys are just so so smart in how they path and how they play and i think clear love fits that style um and very counter gank oriented like he just reads the jungler super well so i'm looking forward to seeing what he can do and playing down towards bot side i think can work super well um He used to do a lot of, like, when Scout was on the team with him, he used to play around Scout and then move it all towards bot side. So I think we're going to see a lot of that again. Um, The bigger thing for me is just, like, impact from bot side. Like, in a lot of situations, if I... Maybe if I get a couple of kills, I can punish through that. But, like, having a super strong AD carry at the moment, just with the picks that are there, doesn't always feel particularly strong. Um, And there are ways to try and punish that if they're going for just, like, a very... Um, systematic one-dimensional style which was something that was said about Clearlove in the past was you kind of knew what you were up against and what he was going to do so I want to see if he's able to bring something different to the table because I think if you know hey look Clearlove and EDG are going to play around bot side you can answer for that and look to just mix it up so they're not able to just play that style always all the time.
4: Yeah, you know, for me, my look on EDG is mainly, I think it is the Clear Love debate, to be absolutely honest. I think Clearlove is going to kind of make or break this team. And um, for me, Clearlove is always going to be a Band-Aid option to the next generation of EDG junglers, because his peak was honestly five years ago, season five, taking down SKT1. That was kind of his height. And mechanically, he's degraded a lot. Um, last time he showed up on the Rift, Xiaopong... Beat his ass pretty hard just solo, and that's why EDG took a very early exit uh, compared to Sino Dragons. So there is that nagging concern for me is that hey, maybe Clear Love, we haven't seen him in a while. Maybe he isn't gonna be that sharp, and from what we last seen of him, he's not gonna look that good. However, the rest of the team is just so damn good that it has forced me to overlook that point. I do believe that given even given Clear Love's weaknesses solo as a jungler. I don't think that other teams are going to be able to exploit this, and if you look at the shot calling that Clearlove provides, Scout plays a lot better with him as well. That's one of the things that I, I think that uh, people tend to forget. Like in EDG's heyday, um, a lot of it, a lot of their early game uh, setups did come from just mid lane, Clearlove going and using the Rexi, harassing the mid laner, freezing the wave while uh, Scout was on something like a LeBlanc, and they would just put the enemy mid laner in such awkward positions. They would completely skirt over the 2v2, because even then, like EDG's 2v2 mid lane jungle wasn't that actually that strong. But their wave control and their harassment of back timings, it just made Scout so much more potent as a player. And Scout's already a top three mid laner in my books uh, in the LPL. So I think what's going to happen is that um, Scout is, you're probably going to see the best season that he's ever had in in quite a while. And then you look into the top lane where, you know, they're having a split pusher come in. And Flandre is really important uh, for me to this team because another one of EDG's previous weaknesses was their sort of inability to play team fights. EDG was always a team that could out macro you early game. They could outlane you early game. But if it came to team fights and they weren't really the best in that area, and you, you think back again to like, you know, fighting against SKT1 where they were up 9K and they lost in the mid lane, or you think about getting. Uh, losing with three inhibitors up two times to WE, so that's uh, team fights was always something that I felt like they weren't that strong. But what Flandre gives them is another way to play team fights. Flandre is actually a career split pusher, he's a very good flanker. We just call him Mr. Flankenshank because he always comes from behind and just kills your AD carry. <laughs> and uh, I think with that, it, it allows it, it basically solves all the problems for me for EDG, they don't have to play straight front to back team fights and i think that with another heavyweight talent in the top lane you have the top side covered i don't think that uh clear Love's solo weakness is going to be exploited and, and for me that's just they're, they're just way too strong like all of their weaknesses are gone they have a very clear path on how that they can play the game they can run a straight one three one and that's why i'm putting them forth all right that was really long-winded but no hey I, I, I like that it was in deck. i like it that it was <laughs> in <depth>. um, <laughs> i just <laughs> like i, I don't, don't know it, I, I,
1: it's so back. i want to i want to <laughs> basically counter that uh i so i have edg in ninth i theoretically agree with everything you guys are saying about what this team could do i just have no faith that it's gonna happen whatsoever i think flandre right now honestly is super overrated i, I don't think like there was a lot of times when he was just losing lane in the top lane uh obviously the team he was on very much a train wreck but like yeah there was still a lot of individual just massive mistakes and and situations where he would just completely fall behind individually um i think clear love like is just a huge question mark and it's not a question mark that i'm willing to just bank on especially when when you look at some of the jungle talent in the lpl like it's stacked so it's gonna be it's not actually gonna be an easy task to just to just come in and maybe play shot call instead of going toe-to-toe um Scout as well, like, I mean, Jordan said it best, where he, he's really hot and cold. Sometimes he'll play exceptionally, but if he's not in the right mood or so, it, it genuinely feels to me like maybe it's something to do with, like, personal mood as opposed to actual ability. But it feels like sometimes he's just... It's so So often I was watching EDG games, and it felt like there were ways for them to win, and they would just kind of sit and... Just watch yep. the game be lost around them, and I'm maybe love comes in and fixes that, but I don't know whether that's going to happen. And the bottom lane as well with Hope and Mako or Viper and Mako, whichever way around they, I'm sure they'll mix it up Viper. across the year. Um, like maybe Viper comes in and, and changes everything up, but again, it's like there are just so many question marks there for me that I'm not, I'm not willing to say, yeah, this is guaranteed a top eight team. You, you're skeptical, team like, like team. I am disappointing
3: you're skeptical sure. like i am i mean you, you're wondering like you know is is everything just going to be fixed like you know that every every argument makes sense for edg you know that you guys were all going around telling me like why edg you know like clement especially should be we should be praising them and i agree there are so many good points here for edg but it is just skepticism thinking that yeah does clear love actually make this team and i guess you know myself and joe think probably not because they're going to be outside of playoffs at least for spring
1: i want to add just sorry i don't want to add one thing right Mm. it's not just like on my judgment of specifically edg it's that i think it's easier like there are more um solid points to believe in in the teams above edg than there are in edg themselves so i put them lower in power rankings
0: I think I think I like for me point, yeah. I think for me like people look at this roster and the players and the organizations through rose tinted glasses. People love Clearlove. They adore him. They want him to be playing at the best again. But he, it's. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. Say, it's not gonna happen. It's just not. It's a, it's a, it's a fever dream that's just completely you know kind of biased towards a player, which is fair to have. And go on, you get that gin in there. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be get able to Hendrix. see how high up in the glasses.
2: I, how much, how much was that? enough. How much is that? <laughs> in England? That's
1: about a shot,
0: maybe, okay. give or take. But yeah, <laughs> it's an English shot. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I just, I, I just see a world, a very real world, where clear love comes into this team and just gets. Absolutely slapped around by some they of the better gauging. junglers. I, I know, but my point is that I yeah,
2: just see clearly getting in. slapped. Think
1: about it, right? Like, let's be honest, <laughs> Clear coming in is kind slapped of a,
2: around, yeah. It, it, I, I feel will. like
1: ClearLove coming in is a PR move, guys. Are they really gonna sub out Clearlove when everyone's so oh, wait, fucking so you know, hyped like coaching so my, my, from my,
0: my point being my, so more, more point, right? So hypothetically speaking, Clear Love's getting slapped around, they need to swap them in, right? They bring in JJ. Does that, that doesn't fix any of the problems we just talked about, about like the shot calling, the the lack of kind of team fighting or like being able to kind of move around? Like the, you're losing a shot. Yes, you have Flandre, but is he going to be able to, is that going to be something they're going to have to swap to? Is that kind of something like that's two different dynamics for a team then?
2: I don't really agree. I'm kind of in the same line of thinking as Clement to where I actually don't even think they'll need to swap out Clear Love. I, I kind of think, like Clement said, I, I feel like this team has so many strengths and covered so many of their weaknesses in other areas. Even if clear love is subpar, I actually don't think it matters. Even if they had XX on this team, like if he had the potential intangibles of clear love, I think this team will still be like, you know, top four, top five, top six. So, but I don't know. I I have to say, I do believe in the system. I think they have Mm -hmm. like a clear like trajectory of growth, but, like I said, for me, this is also the team I, I could see having the biggest
6: so, variance. So I saw Clemens comment in chat there. Clemens, do you want to put down a bet? <laughs> is this oh, really detailed? Yeah. Let's go. So just
1: But for anyone on Let's Spotify, bet. can you repeat bet the, no
6: problem. the bet? Yeah. Yeah. So what what would you like to do? What is it? What was the bet? Um, if if l- EDG, make playoffs, okay? if EDG yeah. make playoffs
0: or not, if EDG make playoffs or not, I think is that's easy fairly... money
4: for me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> but this well, is we're easy not money.
0: We're, we're not allowed to. We're... that's against
6: Twitch's. Well, well, why, don't, why, why don't we live up to
4: EDG to help that reputation That's a figurative, of speech. Figurative. I say
6: you just like we do something like wear a wig on broadcast or something like that. If anyone's willing to take it, because I have them. You have
4: to quit. You have
3: to quit.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry. Going. I don't
6: think the company
4: will allow that, okay?
0: Just see Clement down at bloody EDG's headquarters. Lads, I really need just to start getting <laughs> <wins>. <laughs> Okay. Um, what I'm going to bet
4: is this, okay? If EDG wins, mix it into playoffs, you non believers, you have to do an impression of Clear Love's most handsome intro, where he is completely soaked only wearing a t-shirt and looking into the camera very sensually okay that is what you're gonna
5: have
0: to do, do we send the you know if
4: we can get permission
0: if we can get yes, permission on the LPL. To, if we can get permission to do that i'm 100 in
4: 100 <laughs> what happens if you lose clement what are, same what? thing same thing just reverse okay, okay. I'll, I'll just play another player okay i'll
0: all
3: right, you'll
4: you, be soaking wet and socially. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't. As well. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, entire cast, okay? But I, <laughs> want those, <laughs> <especially> <laughs> I want you those eyes. I want those eyes. I want those eyes. t-shirt competition. Clippers.
5: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay.
0: Um, okay, so I, I'm going with they don't make play. I'm oh, no, sorry. I'm going with uh, they do make playoffs according to my power rankings. So I'm going off power rankings. That's what I have to go with. <laughs> so, okay, I have to be ninth. Like, <laughs> I, I am the most on the fence in this Get regard sold, as baby. possible to
3: Oh God!
0: Is it? Is it, it? Jake, where do you have them? Do you have them in playoffs? No, you don't. You've tenth. Right? No, no, I'm the
3: one. I have them tenth, bro. So yeah. No good luck,
2: guys. Good luck. Okay. So, D- <laughs> so Dagder, are you with or against EDG? I, I, no,
1: I have them in playoffs. You have them in playoffs. It's
2: it's yeah. four for in
0: playoffs oh, and the two play for by not plays, in playoffs. The Play playoffs. By by first players. of all, I'm, I have them in playoffs. Don't you dare! You know what? term this, <laughs> Jake, I'm with
1: you, buddy. Let's do this. Yeah, you are. EDG Perhaps are overrated. Are... They're overhyped. I'm not even gonna not make it, the it shit. For it. It. It's gonna crash <laughs> from there. We didn't need to. All right, let's oh, move on from EDG.
0: Did everyone do the? you so uh, give no, us your I, range, I, I haven't, yeah? I haven't given Shane? mine or Joe hasn't given his. So oh, yeah. uh my range for what was it, 13th to 10th? Yeah, yeah. I have uh, rare Adam RNG, LNG, OMG. That's what I have. Oh rare atom? Really pretty high. OMG pretty high uh, and rare atom really low. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um okay, <laughs> like like everything I, I if this roster came out last year, like for rare atom. I would have been so hyped for it. Like, so genuinely excited. Leanne, Fofo, iBoy. Like, I'm like, oh my god. And then I watched them in 2020. I'm like, apart from Fofo, I don't really have much to really say positive about these guys. Like, I just didn't like them. I just didn't have a huge amount of... um, I didn't have a huge amount of faith. I found that they were just kind of wet. Like, similar to what we were saying about EDG last year, a lot of the time, like, these players kind of just, like, didn't... They didn't have the pop-off factor that I needed from them to have. Uh, For OMG... um, honestly, it was kind of more down to <laughs> I forgot about them and I had already cemented where everyone else was going.
1: <laughs> and and they was are like, very forgettable.
0: <laughs> I literally went, there's my top nine. And there's like last to 14 or so like there's like, yeah, to 14. So I was like. Who am I missing? <laughs> oh, I'll just slot OMG in Fair there. Enough. Hey, at oh, least <laughs> so, you can't knock me. I, I see. had reasons for. I had I had reasons for, for rare atom. Um, also, I am not a fan of their logo. Uh, that also paid into <laughs> paid into the thing. I I, I don't just want like to say it, it looks <laughs> like, the, like the, like
3: the FA for free free agent Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> I
6: do. I do have a little confession for this as well. I thought they were rare atom squared. Because if you look at Gamepedia, there's a little tube beside oh, yes. it. Oh, yes. Because it says <laughs> this used to be Vichy Gaming. So it's I actually stupid. thought it was Rare Atom Squared for, for the entire time until I looked today. I was like, oh, oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I remember talking <laughs> to you about
1: that.
0: And I was just like, that, that's definitely not their name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be. It's an LPL team. God only knows. Oh. But yeah, so that, that was it. Um yeah. So you, I I LNG is like whatever for me. Do you guys want to hit on rare atom now or do you want to
1: come back to that? Because I think everyone else is, has them higher up. I we could come back to that, that conversation. Was yeah.
2: I, I think now's fine. Yeah, I mean had yeah, okay. them kind of low as well. I think for me, uh I'll, I'll just start and I'll say I feel like I've kind of drank the Demacia Cup Kool-Aid a little bit. <laughs> 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 me too. Like I I've been thinking about it a little bit to where FOFO for me is a top top four, top five mid laner in the LPL. He already was like looking back at summer and even spring he was already good but summer especially i thought fofo was insane his laning phase i think is one of the best in the lpl like this guy can this guy can beat anyone other than you know like the knight the rookie of the lpl i think great team fighter can play side lanes well has a champion ocean and was really the only standout point on blg in summer ikes is a player who we've seen improve consistently he's probably one of the only players in lpl i can think of where you can think in spring, kind of like mediocre at the start, got better towards the end. In summer, it was looking pretty good when uh, Yen wasn't playing before he had come on in. And I think in Demacia Cup, Ike's looked insane. And him and Fofo work so well together because Ike's is so conditioned from playing with Forge. To where he's like, fuck, I need to gank mid. I can only gank mid. If I don't gank mid, this guy's, guy's going to blow up. So now you have this amazing mid-jungle 2v2 like we saw at Demacia Cup and uh, iboy for whatever reason during the masi Cup, was playing amazing so again great formula mid jungle 2v2 into the bottom side of the map cube is a phenomenal <laughs> role player this guy is. I know what Rob's to hold about to say. and it's like, i was oh, actually I, just I like
6: to i'm actually gonna agree with jordan for a lot of it i just wanted to say i actually think IBoy's performing performed better because homie stepped up massively he looks so much better. Like they were winning lane a lot, and a lot of that was off the play. And his like positioning in the lane and putting a lot like, of pressure down. And even then, like outside of lane as well as team fighting was really, really good. Like hung from like what I expected of him coming from summer into now, at least from Damascus Championship, looked so damn strong. I just
1: want to add I one agree. caveat. Because I'm I'm all aboard the rare atom hype train, but I do yeah. want to add one caveat. It's really easy to look good oh, yeah. as a bot lane duo when you get Samira Alistair every fucking game. It's really <laughs> fucking easy. You just press right click at <laughs> a couple of Qs and W's and, and you've won the lake. Congratulations.
6: All you do is flash Q as Alistair. Every fucking game they did the same thing, which was all right, we're against Jin. Alistair home just flashes on top of them as Alistair. I love one. Yeah. You've grown everything. All right, cool. We've still got hex flash, you can't farm. So yeah, well. it kind of made it a little bit easier.
2: And- it's also easier when your mid-jungle is winning every 2v2 and can consistently come to bot as well, so... <laughs> yeah. uh, but hey, but that's why. Demacia Championship showed everything could go right for this team and they put up the biggest yeah. fight against Stoppy. And, yeah. so, and then... Let's go. You've
1: got Cube, who can just play fucking Orn or whatever. He could just be weak side all day long while you basically do the RNG thing and just everyone in camp <laughs> bot and get iBoy super fast. <laughs> he D- did fighter. get solo
6: killed, though. though.
1: <laughs> he will, iBoy will run it. I just want to quickly tell everyone this. Like, <laughs> (laughs) iBoy will run it. There will be plenty of games where iBoy just runs it. (laughs) But there will also, I would say there's going to be like 60% of games where he plays exceptionally. His mechanics are obviously still top tier. Like He's a really fucking good AD carry. But there will be like 30-40% of the games where all of the eggs are in his basket and he just gets caught out or like rotates in a bad uh, path thing or whatever and and just dies. And then they lose the game. So that's the big caveat.
6: The problem I have with the cube going back to your point is like i want to like cube like i remember watching him dabaski cup last year and he like had that really cool solo kill gang gangplank and ever since then i'm like i really want to but he's just an anomaly to me where sometimes you'll have these great laning phases he looks fantastic and then to match the championship he gets solo kill as scion by bin zorn and i'm just like why are you doing this like i never know what to expect there's just certain times where i'm just like oh actually yeah cube is fine, he looks good. This is actually something you can work off. And other times, it's just like, he shit the bed. What the fuck is he at? So, like, that's the problem that I have with Cube, is that I don't know what I'm always getting with. He's
4: actually contractually obliged to hover his key, uh, hover his mouse constantly over the teleport button, okay? So you can't blame <laughs> him that much. That's, that's the
0: actual case, you that, know? That's like just, sometimes how, he has the, that's to just how the, the, the cards bottom. are dealt, man. You just have to deal with that. I don't know. Like, I, I am not aboard this hive train. I don't i don't really i don't see this going well I, as much as joe just said like 30 to 40 percent, die boy i think it's more 60 to 70 um like in that kind of regard i think he i think he limit tests like crazy and sometimes he comes out looking like a god and other times you look at him you go what the fuck are you doing there like there's no reason for you to actually do that whatsoever other than lads i can do this <laughs> yeah but think about those
1: three cast of minions though that's all that's over <laughs> fifty gold, guys. Like, I'm just saying those
0: three caster minions, and that's 20 damage you'll able to put down onto the opposition support. Like, I don't know, like I will be pleasantly surprised because, again, like I said, you you present to me this roster last year. I am hyped. I'm excited. Like, I think this is a really cool roster. Right now, I've, I have been burned too many times and once bitten twice shy, so I am not on this hype train. I don't think they're going to be able to make it work. I think, and the worst thing is, I actually think with this particular team, if it doesn't work straight away, if it doesn't hit the ground running, then it's just going to become even worse because these are the kind of emotional players that live off of those kind of highs. Like, we've seen it, like, plenty of times where, like, they go from, like, yes, amazing, and then they do a little bit of a run and all of a sudden that little bit of a dip becomes an absolute slump. But it, it, just, it just doesn't feel like it will work for me. I would like to be proven wrong, but I don't I don't see it happening.
3: This this team, though, has some of the best in its role. Okay, some. Some. Mid? Fofo is a top three mid. Like, this is a, another reason when I was kind of rolling up, like, should EG be in playoffs versus Rare Adam? Because for context, I have Rare Adam in eight, eighth. Like, I have them as the benchmark. Uh, even though a lot of people would agree that maybe it's more like, you know, Sheen talks about hitting the ground running, maybe, and then if it doesn't work out, then some of them will fall further down. I think this is like a great developing roster where Fofo is finally free of all that drama with Meteor that was very public by the end. He now working with Ikes, and Lyric brings up a really good point that what we saw in Demacia Cup was really, really good. Fofo and Ikes and you know the ability to play with Leanne as well, I think is a really big selling point. But not only that, is... The development from iBoy okay to get him back into clement what was it 2018 2019 form edg what was his best it's 2018
4: uh, right out the gate i think it was
3: 2017 okay so yeah iBoy returning and then i had really big thoughts on hung and maestro me and lyric were selling hung and maestro towards like their debut at the start of the year especially since maestro solo killed a jungler Yes, I you was would. My
2: show. I, was, I was not selling Hung. My, my well, show Hung sold Hung... that was, that was just <laughs> a massive energy, but no. <laughs> let's just say
3: how big of balls do you have? If you call yourself Hung, honestly, also, because like, when you just support... go
1: in anytime, anyone's within range of any of your abilities, like <laughs> yes. he lives up to it.
3: But the, the, the thing is like this, this roster's developed. And I, I honestly think that like cube may be questionable at times, but, uh, I don't know. Fofo I do, is I do such have a, question a big for you. selling I,
2: I, I, point. Exa- I have a question for you, and not to call you out when I agree with most of your points, but you said some of these players are at the top of their role. So who other know. than Fofo is top? Uh, some, top some, was, some was a revolutionary
4: <laughs> one, word.
2: One,
0: one, one, one. one person one, who, you, who one. is still arguable.
4: This <laughs> is what five. I want to say, though. Like uh, This is the reason I actually feel like Rare Adam is one of those teams. I, I have them outside of playoffs, but I could definitely see them going in because we live in a world where Huanfeng is getting benched because of disciplinary reasons. Jackie Love, sometimes he just goes back into his Worlds form. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at iBoy and going like, wait a minute, is he the best AD carry in the LPL? Whoa, did he just no, say no, that out Oh, God.
0: Are you serious about it? We're doomed The Worlds 2021. Actually... No! <laughs> <laughs> it's so
4: crazy to think about it, but just because of what's happening with our top of the AD carry roles there is going to be some days where he's just the best. And no, I, it's, I do think it's, it's actually crazy, but I, I, I think, think that's a reason why you would put them in playoffs. <laughs>
2: 2021, I think, will be a better year for AD carries in LPL. Aiming, obviously. He's I was going to say, because they just imported
0: a shit ton of a yeah, Koreans. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I, I, I think Mystic got back into good form. Viper's a good player. Like, I actually think 2021... Could be a year where we don't have that, Clement, where we don't have to look at Iboy and be oh. like, oh my god, is, is, is he one of the, oh no, that won't happen this year, Clement, it's not happening.
4: Uh, I think it will, I think it will, man. I was crazy on some of these picks, man. Love- he's, he's the type of AD carry that I feel like, if, if you want a player to unlock everything that Samira can do, yeah. I think Iboy actually fits the bill. I think that's the thing, like, he's
1: kind of like uh, a less refined Love. Because Love will sometimes run it a little bit, but like generally speaking, Jackie Love's pretty consistent. Iboy's like a less consistent version where sometimes he can do that insane damage per minute, insane AD carry performance, but sometimes he just overextends a little bit too much. It's just more likely that Iboy is going to overextend way too much.
4: Dude, I just want to bring up the Demacia Cup uh, teasers when they were talking about their playstyles, And Iboy was so adamant that he was going to consistently int was like hey the difference on this team is when i int fofo won't int with me so that's what makes us a great <laughs> yeah. team and i'm like you know,
0: i'm yeah. trying
4: not inting in the first place <laughs> yeah, at least he's self aware when
0: i shoot myself in the foot no one else is gonna follow suit so like <laughs> it's cool
1: okay let's uh let's oh, okay. move the conversation on then i love how it literally like a good 30 percent of the conversation about rare atom is is i boy gonna int
3: um <laughs> to, hey just wait till we get to ig bro i know oh, i know so let's do
1: let's do i guess ninth through fifth which could be quite a big conversation and then we'll do top four last Ooh. so okay joe ed uh right i'll just throw mine out first just for the sake of starting the conversation so in ninth i have edg which we already talked about earlier mm-hmm. this is, <laughs> i'm scared to say this one here we go <laughs> i have soon. in 8th i have suning in yeah. eight oh, okay really, really, yeah it breaks my heart um and we can jump into the conversation of suning if you guys want to and then i then have uh v5 in seventh ig in sixth and then fpx in fifth um okay i really 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 wanted to put suning higher than eighth um I I don't know if you guys uh, know this. I kind of <laughs> like. <secret>. Um, <laughs> I think I've, unofficial. It's been a pretty well kept secret, <laughs> um, but so the problem is, Sword Art was. I, I'm I'm in two minds, right? Because I agree with the the kind of rhetoric that's going on right now. That Sword Art was the shot caller, and losing Sword Art is really going to hurt this team. The the one like huge question mark about that statement to me is that actually when you think about sooning this year especially in spring shot calling was a fucking huge issue for this team and like being able to engage fights and specifically Sword Art not really knowing when to go in sometimes and not really engaging correctly sometimes was a huge issue for this team like I Sword Art was not the best player on this team by any stretch and like I, I don't think he could have been exclusively doing all of the shot calling. So I still put this team in playoffs. The team still has insane amounts of potential on it. There is like a lot of intangibles though with this team where like is Huan Fong a drama player now? Is that a thing maybe? Like where he's kicked up a lot of fuss during Worlds and that. and I don't think it's against any of his teams so I don't think it should be a big issue. But there are, in my experience of life there are some people that drama surrounds and there are some people that it avoids. And maybe one <laughs> fuck is one of those people and it blows the entire team up. I'm just Look, saying it's a possibility. That's totally a maybe, maybe.
6: Maybe they can just ride it out. We'll have to wait and see. But honestly, for SUNY, I have them <laughs> a little bit. I'm I'm kind of looking at if they're in playoffs as well. Like when I looked at on and at least in the Damasi Championship, I was not convinced by this team. Like on specifically was making a lot of mistakes in lane. Um and then in team fights as well, like positional, mechanical, and then in team fights some of the mechanics were off as well. And he was kind of being led around a lot by his team, uh, but the team wasn't doing the right thing. Like they were taking fights that they didn't need to at objectives. Um, Sfm going for crazy fucking terror dives that he had no business going for. So if that is what their shot cutting is going to be without sword art, that makes me worried. But I also know it's the massive championship, and you got to kind of go, hey, look, how serious were these guys? But it's not boding well for me. So I, I have Suning at 7th, but it was a serious toss-up for me as to whether they actually get into playoffs.
1: I do just, so, just before we continue the conversation, I just want to throw in, I checked the roster for tomorrow and Huanfeng is playing. It's not going to be... Um, quick, everyone change your lists. So just, just <laughs> want to throw that in the conversation so everyone has complete information. You know
2: what? You know what? I'll, I'll even just throw out some behind-the-scenes knowledge. Suning is scrimming with both Feng and Jin Zhao. So, you know, we could potentially see one or the other at at any point. But I actually don't think it matters for me. (laughs) It's kind of funny that I agree with both of you. I have Suning at ninth. I don't have Suning in playoffs. I even feel like ninth is a bit too generous because I expect Suning to function a lot like they did in spring, where I don't think we're going to see like coordinating engages. I don't think Feng is going to be played around. And even though Feng wasn't actually played around in summer, but I feel like the way Suning played kind of set him up to still be a carry. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen a- anymore either. Uh, SOFM, I was never sold on SOFM. I think you guys knew that mm-hmm. at the studio where I still remember, I think it was me and you, Joe, where we did the first Sooning cast in playoffs. And we just had, like, you know, obviously all the SOF, SOFM fans in chat, like, mind blown that we didn't think he was the best jungler in LPL, which, again, at Worlds, guy was insane. In playoffs, mm-hmm. insane. I think this guy really benefited off the meta, off the system that Sooning had. And I think Sooning actually in 2021, are going to have to look back to Angel to be a big carry like he was in spring, right? When he was playing things like the Cassidy, and he was undefeated on Cassidy in, in, in spring. So yeah. I think they're going to need to change up their play style less from this like tempo oriented pick style into more of like, Chaotic skirmishes. We're just playing off our mechanical skill because Bin's still a top uh, top laner. SOFM has the potentials to be a top jungler. Huanfeng's a top AD carry. Our support's kind of trash. Sorry, OO, that was a better name. You should have kept it. Maybe would be a better player. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I agree. ho ho I
0: yeah um yeah I, I feel like i feel like like i came in obviously watching the lpl and more so like 2018 2019 i'm like and clement can vouch for this i was not a fan of sofm on lng i was not a fan i didn't think he was a good player at all he, like his team will be fighting 4v5 down in mid lane like literally like 20 second Timo's away and he's there going oh sweet Raptors." Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just... Was it was fine. Yeah, I know, right? But, like, he got away with it because the meta suited him. But, like, I feel like the reason why Suning works so well on the run-up from playoffs to Worlds is because I feel like Sword Art, which, you know, again, not the greatest player in the world for that team, but he just reined him in and he was able to keep keep the beast in a, in a, in a, in a collar, you know? And, unfortunately, if you don't have that voice, if SOFM just decides... I'm gonna go take Krugs, and you're like, well, but you know, we should really be fighting over this you know, bot lane tower that we have set up for it to like defend against. Like, nah, screw you guys. I'm gonna go get t- Krugs. You're screwed. Like, I, I also have tuning at night. I don't even have them in playoffs. Um, yeah. I, 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 I honestly, me and me and me and Jordan were memeing a little bit when we were kind of like. Uh, you know kind of kindred spirits, we almost had them like you know, like C tier in terms of like, yeah, yeah like when we we're talking about this team and we were like, all right, let's take this seriously, let's think about it. But honestly, like this team could implode if it doesn't get, like as, as Jordan says, doesn't get Angel coming back and being like the forefront of this roster.
2: I do want to add yeah. a caveat as well, just to show quick, Clement, that I don't even think it's just Sword Art. I told this to Jake all year long. I think this team is very meta dependent. I still think the meta should be decent for them in going into 2021. I think as long as carry junglers can be played. This team should be strong, as long as Bin doesn't need to be a primary engager. I think this team should be strong. But the second we 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 get away from this, I'm scared that this team can't coordinate engages the way the way that like other comps where you need things like Jarvin in the meta to do, because they weren't able to do that in spring.
4: Yeah, and I I think that's the thing I want to jump on. Like all of our questions about sooning is how are they gonna play as a team? Because their early game formula of having the uh, support roam with the jungle, that's not there anymore. Like, he on is not going to be mo- moving out of his lane, and he's most likely not going to be the main initiation on the team. So I think the question really is, can um, can Angel hold up the bargain, basically on champions like Twisted Fate and Galio? I think those are going to be the most two most important picks for them early on, just to get things going. And if that happens, then the talent that's going to be piling in after those engages is still going to beat everyone on the riff. Like you have Juan Fong and you have been joining a team fight, joining a skirmish. Those players are still going to be enough to carry you through the, uh, uh, through to playoffs. But the first step about the initiation is the one that I have the biggest question mark. I, over. I could so, potentially
6: see them just going back towards like Singers and Zoe's and Jin's. Like that's basically what I see this team playing is like Juan Jin is really good. Stick Angel onto Zoe and our Singers and see if we can go for this long range kind of pick engage comp but yeah that's where i'm kind of in the same boat it's like, if, you, it's if you get left with on and bin or even sofm as your engage tool they're just screwed but i mean i don't see how
1: if you work. can help it you don't really want bin as your engage tool because you want it to be on some kind of carry yeah, exactly. but yeah, yeah. One, yeah one thing as well that we need to mention is angel came out of nowhere with one of the best akali's at worlds uh which is a pick that he basically hadn't been playing at all in professional previously. So 2019,
2: think... it was a big pick for him to be fair, but it, it that yeah, was a whole true. year. So yeah, fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. It was one but of his most played in nineteen. The the point I want to bring up there is that we've kind of seen multiple styles from Angel across the course of this year. And I, I, I firmly believe that Angel is still pretty underrated as a mid laner in the LPL. And I think that he has shown that he's incredibly flexible. He's shown that he's incredibly talented. And I believe that Regardless of what the matter ends up, by the end of summer, he'll be a, a top mid laner once again. Whether or not it happens That's in spring it. is a different question.
3: I want to um, just add into this to the general topic of Sooning because uh, while you guys are talking to individual players, I just want to talk about, like, you know, because you're all talking about rankings. Um, I put Sooning in ninth for context as well. And the way I see sooning right now is like, uh, to your point, Munchables, I think Angel's improved a lot. I think Bin's improved a lot. I think SOFM has, was kind of reined in back to what, you know, uh, Penguin was talking about with Sword Art. But I might not know much about the League of Legends environment and coaching and like what goes on behind the scenes, how teams come together. But what I do know is how team environments work holistically. And the biggest concern for me for sooning for 2021 is that communication, that team synergy, that... that um coordination I guess the easiest way to put together when you lose a team leader when you lose a very compelling and strong voice that binds everyone and then gives them direction to build that same leadership within the same environment bar a new leader or looking for new leadership you compromise the integrity and the strength that that they had if that makes sense I think losing sword art something that lyrics talked about many times losing this big voice makes me think well these players are good and all these points you raised are valid, but they were they were they were coordinated, they were a unit and they lost Sword art, which degrades them so much from maybe a top three to give them benefit of the doubt because they made world finals. Also to lost a Chasha, ninth. I And lost Chasha. Yeah. They lost two big leaders within the span they also of also lost their
4: assistant coach too. So <laughs> they also lost their
3: assistant coach. So you
4: lose so much.
3: Over a short period i think their their leadership is, is down at all-time low and i mean i think it's very valid to you know talk about them being ninth which they are for me as well
1: With, without oh, the coaching staff who's gonna pick them who's gonna pick omnistone champions for them in the final without their coaching staff No, i'm obviously me i think that they're exceptional coaching staff um yeah i don't know Sooning very much up in the air i want to talk a little bit about v5 so i i we are <laughs> an hour and 20 in and we've still got like all of the most interesting teams to talk bro about, i got so... a
3: quarter of a bottle left how are you doing hey lift it up oh, i can't well it's hendrix, hendrix you can if
0: if there's a light behind <laughs> it i don't know if you can Give doing well shrink.
5: doing well with Ocean. the i've
3: got maybe two more <laughs> i'll be honest i'm up to glass five and now you're getting to v5 and you know even though it's not my team hey, the numbers line up a bit excited <laughs>
1: um dude hang on so i think we actually just jumped into the sooning conversation that let's let's go around and do everyone's nine to five and then let's talk through the teams and why we've put the the shots let's do the context first and then do (laughs) the
0: the go on jordan etc so jordan my ninth
2: my ninth is sooning, as i just said eighth so starting playoffs blg V five are seventh, which is fucking heartbreaking for me. Uh, Rare Adam is sixth, and We is
1: fifth. No, We not top four. We're not going to talk about
2: two? We. Now. No, no, no. We're going to talk about we'll we'll WE. Into we'll we. We'll get to we'll that.
0: that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Clement, what about you, to go
1: next.
4: Um, I have Rare Adam at ninth, assuming uh, at eighth. We at seventh, and V five at sixth. So pretty similar overall, I would say. Yeah, but. Uh, I have actually mentioned WE, so <laughs> I have so, W a little bit lower. Yeah.
2: Oh, we have the same five, though. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, you don't have yeah. BLG. I had BLG. Uh, right yeah, there. BLG
4: for me is out. I, I put them outside of playoff range. Yeah, I, I put you them 12. Devil. Uh, Dagda, do you want to give
1: us your nine through five?
6: Yeah, so I've got uh at nine, Rare Adam, then EDG, Sunin, WE, and FPX.
5: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Okay. i'm just mm. letting it all soak
1: in yeah so
5: <laughs> let, let's let's finish going around and then let's discuss
1: so jake do you want to go
3: yeah yeah i, I would love to Sooning's nine um rare atom eight blg is seven v5 is six and fpx is five mm. Okay. Mm. So, so, uh,
1: okay blg is
0: split isn't it we've got some people I got...
1: Really... sorry god yeah. god on, go on,
0: I was going to say, I got Suning ninth, BLG 8th, EDG 7th, FBX uh, 6th, and V5 5th. All right. Jordan, like that. I
2: like, I like the little He's smile, much. Jordan. He's yeah, the lowest of five. I feel dirty. <laughs> 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 oh, boy, God, I
0: let's be, be real—dirty, but probably correct. Say <laughs> hey,
6: three hail Marys on the rosary, and we'll be good to go. All right. So yeah. all, right. <laughs> all right.
0: So we, we've got a
1: lot to unpack here. Jake, you've got them the highest. To- Sell this team to me. Tell me why I'm way underestimating BLG.
3: Well, do you remember on broadcast I was there talking about Comas driving the train, you know, last split. And then Zika <laughs> was there. He's shoveling coal. And Comas like, keep going, brother, keep going. The boys they appreciate this coal. You know, wipe your forehead, keep going. So the, the thing about like Zika developing into a, a really all-star mid-mid uh, laner, we've got Bubu who. I think, was one of the best top... Well, one of the best growing top laners. Growing top lyric, get that smirk off your face. I'll walk over there. Um, and BiuBiu, Biu, like, some of the best solo kills. He gives me that The Shy vibe, which I, I've always loved watching, just as a fan. <laughs> Meteor had a really bad year. And Meteor was burdened, let's be honest, by Fofo. Fofo has left that team. He's felt... No, 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 no. It was
4: it's the Fofa- other way around. <laughs> <laughs>
3: By meteor, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They've separated, oh, so they're sure you're not burdened
4: by anyone. If you get killed by a tower, okay, that's <laughs> I <just laughs> went <to> through the <laughs> out there. That's, Let's that's, be honest, that's, it was more that's behind on the you. <laughs> but, but
3: meteor was a great. He was the 2019. He was he was the best rookie in 2019. He was one of the best junglers in 2019 as well, deservedly. And I think this is the fresh number year two, for him, right? Number two in Ze- the summer of
0: 2019, I believe, jungler. That's that's right.
3: Like he was amazing. And I think last year burned him down. I think this year is like a fresh start for him with a mid laner who seems very hungry, very driven. Then you have the bottom lane who on my list, it says massive up because Wings and Shinmo sucked. I'm sorry. Wings and Shinmo were not a good bottom lane. You have Aiming, who people keep talking about the 1v9 carry. You have Mark who's just gone to worlds, and yeah, he needs some more room to grow. He needs to develop a bit more. But Mark is a lot better than Shinmo or Jin who was relegated to support. This roster is an upgrade across the board and mentally for media an upgrade. There's no way I don't see them getting into a playoffs, even if people call it a development roster. I think they're actually like potential top four candidates for summer.
1: I agree that it's a huge upgrade. But I will add that it's not very difficult to have a huge upgrade from summer BLG, which was an appalling team.
0: No, but I I will but say that like gap. yeah, like I I would I honestly I'm on the BLG hype train. I was on the BLG hype train. If you look at the th- Reddit post we made at the start of 2020, like I thought BLG were going to be a really we good all team were, yeah. because yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were because all so I, wrong. <laughs> me, yeah, we, we now know why. At first obviously. were right, before
3: <laughs> coronavirus, we were very right. The first well, week they were amazing.
0: I still think Meteor is like... Uh, Like a top three jungle, I I will maintain that. I I know I can see I can see shifty eyes and 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 weird faces being pulled. Personally speaking, I genuinely believe he is that because of what how he played in 2019 was actually insane. Like he was, we were almost arguing why was he not number one in the all team all LPL pro team. Like similar to beishong this year, where we were like, what the hell? Why wasn't he considered like you know higher up on the list? Like Mm -hmm. it's this guy is actually so so good and like. Honestly, again, I just see improvement, 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 improvement. Apart from maybe mid lane, like Zika and, and Fofo, it just depends on how they work, obviously, with uh, Meteor. That's, like, that, that, that's how you decide if it's a better or not uh, swap. But, like, it's just improvements all around for me. Um, and, like, honestly, like, I, I had to stop myself from putting them higher, genuinely. Like, I had to do what Ooh. Jordan did for V5 for BLG. Like, I, I love... I love looking at this team, because they're so exciting.
2: So... I, I put a lot of thought into this team because I really liked them when I first looked at it, but so every team I have ranked higher than than uh, BLG and I BLG'd eighth, I think has a coherent team style and also has like, let's say star players in multiple roles. I think BLG is a team that has star players, but they don't have, when I look at this roster, I have no idea how it's going to play because the problem is it should be obvious. You're like, okay, they have, Perfect weak side top laner, definitely not the shy dude. His, like, he was playing Renekton in, in, in Orn every game. Not the shy, talking but-
3: about champion, it's a feeling, yeah, I feel the emotion. <laughs> the
2: I say Bubu
4: is a Chogath main, uh, you know, which <laughs> yeah. the shy actually started out as a Chogath main, too. I huh? never played Mordekaiser, <laughs> but-, but here we are, you
3: know, things change is- and he'll they'll align.
2: Point is, Biu Biu weak side top laner, they bring in aiming who's like, again, like one v nine eighty 80 carry, you think, okay, this team yep. plays towards Bob, but it's like, okay, Mark, not a really good laner, Mark yeah. just pretty much constantly left lane on LGD, aiming is not going to want that, aiming is going to want to dominate the 2v2, Zika, I do think he was able to play for jungle a bit, but I think he was a bit more selfish when he was on Vici. so He's gonna have to adapt to now just playing for Meteor. I don't know how that's gonna work out, and I do think Zika is a strict downgrade to Fofo. I I don't think Zika's is bad by any means, but it goes to what Rob said earlier. I think mid lane is such a stacked role in LPL. It's like sure he's yeah. like, he's good, but he's also maybe like the eighth or ninth best mid laner in the LPL. So yeah, it's and like it's Meteor... like your, your top half, but top half out of seventeen teams is still yeah. a lot of people yeah. above you. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I think Meteor. I, I don't think Meteor's bad by any means when I made the look that you, when you say top three. I just feel like he clearly wasn't in good form last year. No, he for wasn't. For obvious reasons. But I don't know if, one, he can bounce back from that. And, two, the fact that so many other people have caught up and or surpassed him. Because, again, Baishong, fucking amazing. We have a Weiwei now, who, again, incredible. We have Carsa who is on top of his game. SOFM, I, I'm, I'm skeptical, but we got to admit, great playoffs in great worlds uh cannot yeah, like Knavi, that there's so yeah. many stacked junglers i don't know if meteor is going to come in and you know be the same guy who's you know carrying this team fight heavy team which was blg 2019 to you know like a good playoff spot so i think this team has the talent i don't think this team stylistically will mesh together the way i think it it could i, I think it has a bunch of weird parts that don't really mesh
6: yeah i want to echo like jordan's points there like I think you can look at Meteor and look at Amy and go, yeah, okay. You've got the guys that can carry, but then you look at like the support system that surrounds them. And as you said, like Zika, I don't think is going to be able to really play through the, the two V two as well as we'd hope. And if like in bot side in the support, you had someone like hung in the bottom lane or like someone along these lines are even missing that. Like you can play that aggressive lane oriented style and play through Amy and have media come down. Then it'd be like, yeah, good to go. But Mark isn't a laner. He tends to play more map oriented, like getting out and like working in tangent somewhat with the jungler but even then his mechanics are iffy at best like I don't see him being able to support them in the way that they really need and that's the problem is that like yeah I can see the two stars but like there's no support system underneath them. I will and say to wait, interject wait,
2: wait, just, just real quick just real quick, Jake go for to it clarify, uh, to clarify I do think that like the supporting cast's like skill level is fine but yeah. just the way it integrates in the team, right, it just doesn't seem yeah. like it makes it's sense. A, it,
0: yeah, it's a big question, Mark.
3: I will. Uh, I get it. Um, The the thing is, like, <laughs> I don't know if you did that intentionally. <laughs> no. The thing is, like, I, I think Mark was like that just on the support because Mark needed to be that for LGD. LGD, like, utilized Peanut. Uh, Peanut was, not uh, Peanut. Uh, Kramer was very much, like, solo lane anti-carry played a lot of Ezreal. He's very much fine in bottom lane. I mean, Mark synced up a lot with, like, Peanut and 3Mid. What lyric, what? I see that distaste I mean, in your well,
2: mouth. Well, one no, of the thing is you're saying he's like that on LGD, but think back to. I'm DMO. saying he needed to be that. I'm no, saying no, like no, that no, doesn't no, make him Gala, a roaming. Gala, Gala, and Mark did not have a strong laning phase. Mark no. his whole career has not been known as a strong laner. So yeah, I, mean, I, I
0: honestly I got to agree with with uh, with Jordan on that one. Like again, Mark is not like the guys say he is not your. He's not someone that you would necessarily pair up with someone like aiming is probably the best way you ben, could put up with. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like he's not someone the who Ben's you're just going to pair up and you're going to absolutely dominate the laning phase and then come into team fights and then you know kind of maybe he gets a bit iffy. But I don't I, think that dismisses I, yeah.
3: the fact that that like you know Mark to fit the role of aiming won't change. Now will he be uh, as good a laner as you know someone like Ben was a really good example? Maybe someone like uh, like. Oh, no, Chris was a rhymer as well. I'm well the thing to is, who,
4: who, the thing, the thing is, not a bad, he's not a Southwind. That's, that's what it is.
0: So, like, I think the, the thing Southwind. is, and the big thing that you have to look at this roster, and I think it's why, like, we're so unsure as to where they should be, because right now, like, if this all fits together and they all work in tandem, this could look great. This genuinely could look like a solid roster, top six, maybe top four if they really get going and the meta's right in the perfect spot. But... You know, overall, that's a big, big if to throw onto something to turn around and kind of go like, yeah, amazing. Now, I'm still hyped. I still think that can happen, but I'm being glass half full rather than glass half empty.
2: <laughs> I do think I do think aiming, probably top three AD carry in LPL. Mm-hmm. I expect that. I think this guy's going to come in he's going to look fucking fantastic. So I, again, I think this team has things to be excited for, which is why I have them at 8th, but I don't know. I'm skeptical.
4: I have them at 10th. And the reason for me, biggest reason is I think that uh they're only going to consistently win one lane and that depends on if zika actually shows up or not so if you look at all the teams above them ig edg jd gaming top esports v5 even i think all of these teams can consistently win two two lanes in most of their games but this game uh, this team is limited to maybe winning one lane off of zika and also like talking about how they play it's very obvious that the best style they should play is team fight front to back and have aiming as a main carry but that's not really how Zika functions either. If you look at Zika's champion pool, his best champions are actually assassins. They're not midline mages. He doesn't do very well with them. So if you're thinking about like trying to combine Zika as a this prodigy that Koma brought in, that they're going to play around him early game, and trying to marry that with aiming and maybe a teamfight-oriented uh, composition, that actually doesn't pan out. So for me, it's early game is really iffy. Late game is also iffy. However, I will give this caveat. I, I think the way that this team massively improves is if Zika somehow learns more Chinese and has just like a huge leap in terms of performance. Because we have seen that in Korean players where if they can start communicating with their jungler, suddenly they look 10 times better. Mm-hmm. I he think that's that's, that's the only world. hope you have. <laughs>
0: right now he plays cash. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what he plays. <laughs> I just want to I just want
1: to add one final thing on this team, which is not really analytical in any way whatsoever um but i just want to say mark is one of my favorite supports in the league not because of in-game play but because this man has so much self-confidence it's unbelievable <laughs> he was walking onto the stage with the rest of lgd who are like pretty much exclusively world's attendees you got fucking peanut there you got like shig you got she like he's walking on with these like industry legends and he's the one with, like, the swaggest walk and the most, like, stage confidence. He's got, like, the colored hair all messed up,
4: and he's like, yeah, I man, I'm to here say to say fucking I'm play.
0: And that's why he they're last. Such, you know, he's such a great
4: <laughs> legacy to PYL. He Like, he perfectly embodies what PYL was. He was the he was Lucifer, he was a god of death. He died the most times <laughs> out of anybody in the LPL and Mark was that player. But him leaving LGD oh, yeah. I just feel like that tarnishes both of their and legacies. The, uh.
1: the confidence kind of shows up in game a little bit too because he, the guy is not afraid to engage with or without his team. He's going in. So like I I just love how confident this guy is. Uh, that's all. That's all I had to say on Mark. I just think he's hilarious. Um all right. So we talked to BLG who have we... V5. We need to hit V5.
0: I had him at fifth. <laughs> so like, right. Let's, let's
1: I go around and re reset our position. So fifth, I've got him seventh lyric.
2: Seventh.
1: Clement. You're muted.
3: Clement.
2: He had him first. He had him Clement first.
1: I'm a... six. Sixth. Sixth six. Six, six. Six, six. Right. Oh, it's yeah. You can count on hand. Yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Doug did that.
5: laughs>
1: I'm
6: fourth i've already got the highest of everyone bold yeah
5: oh. okay, okay, okay i'm fine six. okay 6 okay 6 yeah uh, so you go first round you got the thing four. yeah so rob pitches yeah, and- this team
6: <laughs> so, I mean, from the perspective of meta, like, I know we were kind of talking about Suning being very meta dependent or whatever. I think the meta is still for V5 suits them to a lot. And um, they've kept the core from last year with Weiwei, Mole, and PP God, who were the ones that I was more interested in. I feel like Y4 and Sam D basically a sideways shift, not really much there. I think Long Xing is a, is a big upgrade over Bubu in the top lane. Uh, and his ability to understand, like, He's super strong with his teleports. Like, that's something that I've always liked about Long Shing is his understanding about when he needs to be particularly bot side. And I think when you've got someone like PP, God, and Weiwei, and now you've got a super strong, intelligent top laner who can play weak side, I think you... And Maul looking really fucking good. I think, honestly, the V5 should be able to have a lot of ways that they can play out the game. And when I look at the rest of the teams, like, the teams that I have below them are, like, FPX are looking shaky. WE. I'm only kind of half sold on I'm not certain about Shanks um, and then it's like Suni, Needy, G, i Adam like I don't see any of those teams that are really going to compete with them in a lot of scenarios
0: yeah I, honestly I'm just kind of like I think V5 learned a lot uh, over the year I think they came last year and really did really really well um as I said, and they just kind of built off of momentum and, you know, fair enough. Playoffs wasn't exactly the greatest of times for them, but I think they'll take that, take that on the chin, come back and come back even stronger because like, like Rob said, just they've kept their core. Um, I don't think Y4 is that bad. I, I, I think he might be a tiny bit worse than Sandy, but not significant enough to make the bot lane completely tank. Um, I'm unsure about Lang It depends on how they kind of work with their kind of teams and stuff like that. But I the more I looked at this team and I did put a lot of thought into this, because I I almost put them like 14th, because I was just like, no, screw it. I'm done with this team. I'm done with the hype. And I was like, no, no, the more I look at this, the more I'm like, yeah, no, he beats him, he beats him, he beats him. Okay, shit. No, I can't actually put them that low. And they just kind of crept up ever so much. And like the reason why they're fifth and BLG are say eighth is because like they had a good 2020. They had a very very solid year, and like I feel like I had to kind of give due, or you know, credit where credit is due. Like I had to give them that. So for me, I I think there'll be there there is very like again between the top, like I would honestly say between like third place and I want to say like nearly tenth, almost like they could all they could all swap like like on on the drop of a hat. Like I I I actually anticipate there'll be probably one series between like getting third place and getting a buy in playoffs and not getting into playoffs. That's
4: how close I I think it will be. I want to say that V5 for me, they have the best three man hit squad we have in the LPL. You think about mm-hmm. Mole, Weiwei, plus PP God. When yep. the PP gang comes for you, there is nowhere to hide. <laughs> no one, not there is no team that comes close. Hi, Joe
1: Kids. Hi, Joe wife. You know, <laughs> um...
4: you
2: know, it's, it's so weird for me to put them seventh because I think jungle support and mid are the most important roles in the game. I think PP God is a top three support in LPL. Mall is a top four mid laner, and Weiwei is like a top four or five juggler, which feels weird. I have them so low, but I don't know. Like, it's kind of like what Penguin said. I honestly feel like they're in the same tier as my third place, which is IG. So I could see them getting higher, but just having Y4 on this roster makes me so skeptical. When you look at other rosters that are stacked in like four or five roles to where this is a team that's stacked in three, and I do think uh, Xing is a big upgrade over Bubu. and the better part is... He literally plays Buby's role just better than him. He's yep. going to sit top on some yep. tank. He's a better laner. He's a better team fighter. He can actually play some carry champions, unlike V5 thinking Buby can play Lucian. Can't. Longshing can actually play Camille. <laughs> so there's like there's diversity there. They have a very clear-cut play style. I think uh, they have numerous winning lanes. I actually think potentially could have three winning lanes against some teams because I don't think Longshing is like a pushover against... A lot of our top laners in LPL, yeah. just, they're not that good. So I don't know. V5 is a lot going for them, but they're still pretty one dimensional in the fact that I think we know they're going to play from like mid jungle to bot. But at the same time, I don't think it matters. LPL has always been a specialist league. If you're the best at what you do, it doesn't matter if, you know, someone tries to like counteract it. So. I don't know, man. It's okay, You can Jordan. hear it in my voice. I'm torn. I'm torn. <laughs> you, you were the original V5
4: hype train captain. You were the conductor. You
2: can't leave the I train right now. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, mold top four, mole top four mid laner, Weiwei top four, top five jungler, PP God top two or three.
6: Yeah. I'm I still just... going. I just realize, I just didn't realize that Jordan was an anagram for Judas. That's the thing that surprised me the most <laughs> in this conversation. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but, but actually, maybe it is in Irish, actually. <laughs> in <Gaelgar. laughs> Y4, I
1: don't know. You know.
2: Yeah. Y4 had the best play in spring with his Bard Ultimate. So let's go oh, Y4. Oh,
3: shit. So, to defend uh, Jordan just quickly, because Clement says, you know, he's off the hype train. He's still technically on the train. I mean, V5 oh, I've, making I've, playoffs I've, is still there. I'll buy
2: v V5, man. I'm, yeah, I'm like
3: dead. seventh is still. I mean, I have them sixth, and I, I think. Wait,
2: wait, real quick. Mark my words. One day of LPL, when you guys are casting, I'm going to Shenzhen. I'm leading the fucking Gios I'm yeah, leading I mean... to my gyos, boys. <laughs> I'm there. I'm
3: Um, yeah, because they just got their arena. Their arena is actually. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. going to be debuting, so Shenzhen's actually going to be a, a destination. That's exciting. Um, I hope this they've got, like, better.
1: crucifixes everywhere and, like, he's wearing oh, a poker on the
5: stage.
3: <laughs> and- <Freaky> God's <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Um, this roster only got better. I-, I think they, like, it was one of the most fun teams to cast. It was a shame how, against Sooning, I think, especially it was a game two or three where they threw a dragon fight, and from there it just kind of went down downhill, and um, I could definitely see them winning the series. I thought V5 were going to be the third, fourth team at Worlds, sorry, at one point, but... This team only got better, and if they're not in playoffs, I think it's a genuine surprise. I think V5 is, like, across the board, one of the most talented rosters, and they're they a team that I think, um, kind of like IG, could be anywhere between, like, a, a high-tier position with their best performance and maybe towards the bottom of playoffs if maybe out at the worst-case scenario. But I think V5 should be making playoffs. If V5 don't make playoffs, then I, I would genuinely be shocked.
4: I just want to add about the v five squad thing. Like when we talk about teams getting better, a lot of the times we're thinking about development and them growing more styles and all of that. The thing is v five don't have to do that. The game time in this meta actually has gone down. Like they they there's actually less factors that they have to think about. They actually just need to focus on what they were so good at in summer, which is fifteen minutes. Everyone go to the mid lane. that's his turret down, double tower for Herald. And, Let's just snowball the game from there. They were the best at doing that out of any of the LPL teams. And with the game time now hovering around like 28 minutes, they actually have less to worry about. So this is, this is one of those rare situations where they don't have to diversify and they can just go all in.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't really have anything else to, to add to V5. I've not really spoken on them, but I think you guys nailed it really. I don't think there's, I don't think there's that much different, aside from Lunching in the team, yeah. so um, uh, I agree. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's going to just
5: demand the them, game. bring him up to on! I also have them in seventh, <laughs> like it, it all just sounded pretty reasonable. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so I think that well, the next one on my list, at least, in sixth place is IG. Uh, I'm assuming yours are, like, fairly excuse- similar? Excuse me. <laughs> I got them
5: fourth.
3: Third, third fourth. Third. Go, ocean, fourth. Fourth. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> I, I you it? guys are way rating them.
1: What about you, Clement? Fifth. Fifth. Okay. So Wait, who's got them? The
6: yeah. I don't third. want them to be. I Jordan, third, Jordan and Dagda both have them. I'm just third. like, I don't want them there. They just, they are there. All right. Like, I don't want this team to be fucking third. Ah, was... Every time it's just like, you know what? They're going to fucking win a game anyway. And honestly, I think Shun is pretty good. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. I don't know if he'll fit the team necessarily because at least in LDL, like the IG youth played pretty heavily like supporting him when he wants to go for Vades or whatever he wants to do. I don't know. Oh, Like you're not going to get that on actual IG, but still excited to see what he can do. But it's IG. Like at the end of the day, we all go for fuck's sake, they're dicking about in the bot lane. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Ning's playing out his arse. Balan shit the bed again. And then they win the game. And just like, I don't know, it's IG. So that's why I haven't heard because they're fucking IG.
0: Yeah, I think I think for me, like no matter what way I twisted this, no matter how much I put like they've you know, their 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 bot lanes a revolving door, like they haven't got a clue. Like so much Rob was saying, they haven't got a clue what they want to do with it yet. And then I just come back up and I look up and I see the shy and rookie and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> i have to put them higher like i have to because it's it's the shy and rookie and like i think the shy and rookie like even regardless of metas which again like you know i similarly like think that ig's worlds win where like you know uh Balan looked amazing and like obviously they had Jackie jack back then as well and i think the meta just like kind of like hit a beautiful sweet spot for them and they just really it really complimented their style of play but even since then rookie has consistently shown that he is one of the best mid laners in the world like let alone in the in in the lpl the shy yes he's run it down but you always have to fear him because he limit tests like crazy and like it's like oh he's not gonna win this never mind he got two kills the lane's over the game's over like there's nothing you can do so like i i had to put them top four for me um and also just because of the consistency in regular season if you look at their track record they're always like really really high up there in terms of their regular season so i, I just kind of had to give it to them
2: so i'll i'll kind of go off some of the other players because that's actually why i rank them so highly is i expect their bot lane to be wink and Lucas, and uh i think keeping lucas in the roster over balance I, I hope they do it but if they run balance I, I won't be too surprised because ig i think running lucas with shun is a good idea because as rob pointed out uh, IG Young did play heavily around Shun, so I think kind of keeping that support, jungle dynamics, good. I think Shun is a... I mean, Lucas is a good laner. He plays everything, guys. This guy is, like, pulling out Taric, Lux, uh Nautilus, yeah. Bard. Like, this guy plays absolutely anything. Can play both styles, can, like, sit in lane with the mages, be lane dominant, can be a main initiator for the team. And the most exciting thing is, honestly, I thought Wink was super overrated by some LPL fans, you know, in summer. I, I don't rate him, like, I don't think he's, like, a top 380 carry in, in the LPL. I think he's good. I think he's especially good in lane, which will be good for IG. He's, you know, a pretty good team fighter as well. But he's not, I don't think he's, again, like, insane. Point is, I hear he's a shot caller. And I think that's something IG need desperately. Because when I heard about these changes with, like, Shun coming in, and, again, this guy's insane, mechanically good. We saw in Demacia Championship, very aggressive player as well. It's like, okay, but who's going to be the voice? Apparently, Wink is very strong in communication. Like, is that kind of like Uzi-esque, kind of demands things like around him and tells other people what to do? And I think that could be very good for IG. And if the Shy is playing well, you now also have three winning lanes where we talked about, hey, Wink's good in lane. Lucas is good in lane. We know Rookie's going to be smashing everyone. The only question mark with this team, in my opinion, is the Shy. And how long will it take for Shun to kind of adapt because we saw it to Massey Championship? He's not exactly there yet in terms of like being a top LPL jungler, but yeah I, I think this team the trajectory is like amazing like with time this team will be so scary i
1: I kind of yeah. want to bounce off of that slightly. You mentioned the shy is the big question mark, and I think there's like uh there's a tendency for everyone to go, oh, it's the shy he he's just the best uh, the end of conversation blah 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 but i I feel like in the last year he he fell off a lot from like the expectation he was shit this year. the expectation is always that like he's kind of a bit of a coin flip player but when he wins he really fucking wins right but he even had games where he was winning lane and didn't really impact the game outside of the lane like i feel like the shy was incredibly underwhelming this year for me uh and then oh, obviously had a lot of games where he just completely ran it like i mean he played <laughs> i don't know if anyone remembers the canon game um Oh, he was smiling. He was I know, yeah. Like it's really interesting. <laughs> there is obviously, I don't think he's not going to take it seriously. There was the interview where he was like, I'm going to play another season so I can do it for rookie and get rookie another championship, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's all very touching and everything. But look at the top lane talent in the LPR right now. Like, Breathe is leveling up. I think Breathe is going to be one of the best top laners this year. Like, we've got 369. We've got bin. Like Nuggery as well moving in. Like the Shy doesn't just get to be the Shy anymore and, and be the top lane god by default. Like, if he fucks around, he's going to get smacked. So, I, for that reason, I really can't just overrate this team anymore. And Shun is this exceptionally aggressive jungler that is going to need support from his lanes to be able to play the style that Shun plays. If the Shy is getting fucking spanked in the top lane every game, then Shun doesn't get to do Shun things, which then shuts down two of the big win conditions of this team a- no. at that point i'm like okay I- i'm still putting them sixth right i'm still putting them in playoffs and everything yeah but yeah, i do mm-hmm. not have this like blind faith in ig that that i think a lot of fans have and I- i've completely lost faith in the shy at this point unless he R- proves something different rookies dude. i, 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 I predicted players. rookie in regionals i didn't yeah. predict ig i predicted but. rookie i believe in That's rookie true. But what we have seen <laughs> is that the Shy's negatives outweigh Rookie's positives. Well, what I what I, what that. I
0: what I yeah no I I agree with you that way. But like what I see is like even though I would look at like kind of like majority of what you said and all the different top lane talent, I still think the shy can beat and is very within his wheelhouse to be every single top laner in the LPL. I still think it's very, very, very plausible that the, you know, the mid and top laner all pro team at the end of spring is the shy and rookie because th- that's just the kind of thing it is. And yes, like, you know, there is amazing top lane talent and I completely agree with you there, but like, I still think, I still think the shy is just one of those people that, like, he just he makes magic happen. Where I again, I'm blind, blind fate because it has to be, Um, you know, and that's unfortunately uh, what you have to do uh, sometimes I, when you're a fan of something.
2: <laughs> I don't think it has to be blind because again, this team finished first in the regular split and spring, third in summer, and they've only upgraded, in my opinion, all, all three roles. They've yeah. upgraded all three roles. So. Like, I think I, I, I think, think yeah
0: I I think just like the Jordans were saying there like even with the shy literally running it they still came out with wins like <laughs> so like that the... that's just how good some of these players are and that was where as as Jordan just said a like, subpar bot lane I'm still putting them sixth but I just don't
1: I don't have the same faith as you Let's
3: let's make one thing clear is that in summer when the all LPL teams came out and the Shy got best top laner? That was a crime. We, whoever, yeah, did that, we, we whoever did that, whoever did that, that. <laughs> get, look in the mirror. Second of all, makes everyone sense. everyone should be looking <laughs> in the mirror.
5: Look in the Holy mirror, literally shit. everyone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for
3: an expense. You're putting mirrors in people's houses. Look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> the The thing is, like, It's crazy when the shy runs it down, and he has his. I think one of his worst years because 2018 was by far one of his best years. Clement, do you remember 2019 spring when I came into the LPL? That split was insane for the shy and rookie too. Was also great. They were the best solo laners in like easily. They were top in their role. The shy had a great 2019. This year was his worst, and it was really
2: liquid. uh, to see. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but,
6: and he is the best
3: <laughs> but the thing is like even when the shy has a horrible time like in the t- in the top tier of top laners i'm still like is he fourth or fifth in current form he's like he's still there even though he makes a lot of mistakes he technically shouldn't be but there's always this doubting thought and you're right you know munchbull's talking about like the shy, you know, his performance and like, you know, there are other top laners to overtaking him. I think that's the biggest thing. This year is going to be massive for him. It's either going to be a massive flop or whatever. And I honestly think the shy for me is the biggest factor. Even though Balan and Puff and you know Puff and Southwind, the bottom lane was such this, you know, kind of poor factor for IG. I honestly think that this is a team. This is the only team in the LPL that someone could rate third and have a good conscience and say that's probably okay, and then put them tenth. And that'd be excusable as well. This is the biggest <laughs> variable of a team. And a lot of the time, mm-hmm. I think, is the shy going to be the biggest variable within IG? And I think, yes. I think the shy can put this team to like the a shy
0: knife. or the shit. That's what you got to see what you get. There like. we go. <laughs> guys, the shy
4: guys, to a T, as I like to say. He said,
0: I the just quiet... have some oh.
4: bad news for you. This oh. is what's going to happen. The shy oh, is going to play even crazier than before. And you know the reason why is because the pieces that are rotating in to help him are going to be that much better. They're going to enable yeah. him. So he yeah. is actually Inca- going Incable? to play even crazier than before. Cause, I can't look, wait. <laughs> he, when when he was playing in summer, he was playing crazy. The pieces that were going up to help him were Line and Ning. That doesn't exactly make a three-man group that, that's envious. Now he's going to have Shun and he's going to have Lucas. So he's actually going to play even crazier than before. And that's why I have them fifth because I, I actually think in regular split they could hit as high as second. Yeah. But when it comes to playoff, that's gonna come back and bite them in the ass, and they're gonna drop down to fifth. And they're so
6: they gonna have a mandate ash mid, and it's all gonna go great. <laughs> Zero <laughs> ten, wanna, baby. Wanna,
2: before before we move wait, on. Wait, wait. Oh, she Sorry, she, go, she, go, go. go. Rest in peace to my boy Ning. Fuck all of you. Ning is awesome. Ning <laughs> <laughs> was the dude, problem, he, the problem was good was towards IG's the end. The problem is yeah. IG's bot lane yeah. Ning got scapegoated. Okay, I, I cannot on wait. I got. I got.
1: I cannot wait for Lyric's super team that jungler comes out.
4: video? Oh my god, man! You I can't defend yeah. that shit. I, I can't
1: wait. to see the, that? Yeah, we. I think we all saw that. I, I can't wait for the Lyric's <laughs> Lyric super team to come out where it's like Shaohu mid, it's Ning in the jungle, it's Mole, Nico eighty carry, and like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> some other Let's bullshit go. somewhere I else. <laughs> So I just wanted to ask before we move on to any other teams and I just kind of discuss it very quickly. I'm the BLG fanboy. Jordan's the the Victory 5 fanboy. Munch is the Sooning fanboy. Hysterics is the IG fanboy. What about Robin and Clement? Who are they? I'm JDG. JDG fanboy. Clement, who are you a fanboy? Uh, I'll
4: be honest. This is so weird to say, but I'm actually an EDG fanboy because I love Flandre. Flandre is fun to watch. He's one of my favorite top laners. He's so wonky. Like he doesn't... Like he wins lanes... On a lot of picks that are not supposed to win lane, like he wins lane on Akali, he's Nicali a great top laner.
0: And, he's a great top laner.
4: And Vladimir, and then in team fights, he's actually really explosive. So I always rare, remember very rare to find a top laner that's good in lane and good in team at the I'll, same time. I'll,
0: I'll always remember LNG versus I think it was IG, uh playoff summer twenty nineteen, and he played the Akali, and he just like his team was not letting him win, but he was popping the absolute <laughs> fuck off, like. <laughs>
6: I'm going to go back to mine. I'm a JDG guy and I was a Shia guy. So now it's just the just sandwich. Yeah. So <laughs> this has worked out great for me. This is for I, you, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah, I ooh, I unplugged my headset but I can keep talking. Was uh I was a big fan of JDG um, from the Spring Split last year and I thought they did really, really well. And then... um Looking towards summer, they started to do great, obviously, as well. Like, I love Lumel. I think Lumel is just so much fun to watch. I love the bard picks. I love how aggressive he is. Um, I think Zoom is super interesting to watch as well. Just his ability to find these really clever engages are so much fun to watch. Uh, and then from Shea's perspective as well, like when he was on LGD, uh, Shea was the guy that I was always watching to see, like, what could he do? And he had these massive pop offs where, like, he got in, he got, like, those. Uh, what was it against. Uh, I can't You're remember. About the it was in,
3: Pairs, three men all.
6: No, it was, that the, was Silas, the Silas. And, yes, that was sick. But the Silas and Baron Pitt in playoffs, which was against, I can't remember. Um, but anyway, we he got these. So yeah, really, really cool plays. I love watching him. I think he's like something to kind of like. On average, plays just a like on a regular day will play slightly above average. But when he has these moments, he is so good and so much fun to watch. Um kind of similar like to what the highs you get with rookie, but not quite there. And I, I just love I think it's so exciting to watch. And that's why I'm such a big fan of these these two teams. It's like I think you've got some really cool mechanical players that have these massive high highs when they hit them. Where, do you,
1: you want to talk did, about jdg yeah. then so hang on let's let's about... before we jump into jdg uh, let's just very quickly everyone say their top four because we're, we're getting to the yeah. point where we're just talking through the top four anyway so let's everyone just yeah. uh, put put our shit on the table uh so my top four uh rare atom we top esports and then jdg first
4: what rare so,
1: there we go like i <laughs> oh said i'm putting it on the table all right let's go <laughs> go jordan go be- jordan
2: EDG 4 IG third, JDG second, top esports champion.
4: Okay, Come on. Clement. Okay, so this is super weird, but I have EDG fourth. I went out on a limb on FPX third, JDG second, top esports first.
6: What about though? Uh, V5 fourth, IG third, top esports second, JDG first. Let's go, dude. Uh, yeah, my guy. Okay, jake
3: is it me um ig fourth good on them uh we third jdg second and top esports first
0: literally copy paste what he just said for me
5: (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) this is this is fun though we actually have a decent spread in the top four which is
0: like i feel like the last couple of splits has not really been so, doable. like, I, I think, I think, like, this is something that you know, Jordan, I'm sure, but like, have said a million times. Like, there has been a definitive top two in LPL in 2020, one million percent. It was JDG and it was Top Esports, and then there was a gap. But we have agreed with that, that this time. Them.
1: We've we've yeah, all said yeah, JDG yeah. top in the top two. Uh, I yeah. think it, you, so. Did anyone I, else I say? We, me and Rob said
0: JDG. Did anyone else say JDG for first? No, everyone else at Top Esports.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. So we we're all agreed in the top two, and we can we can go and talk about jdg and top last i guess and and just say why they're so good
2: because they're boring they're, boring. Uh, we all know they're the best we, i yeah, mean we we did you guys did you guys want to do the jdg
4: conversation because rob kind of started that or do you want to go
2: yeah, through the rest of the teams just,
6: first uh,
4: i i think we need to do we first right because we is the one yeah. that we haven't mentioned yet
6: yeah i
0: adore this roster. Oh. i adore it i think i no, don't get me wrong i didn't put them top two because i don't believe they're top two i put them third i think joe you put them second didn't you
1: i put them i wanted to put them first but i put them third because i thought it through um <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh you put them third oh you put them third
5: i just want to say there is second. video
1: footage of me stroking a picture of we so just like bear <laughs> everything i say about we in context um
0: yeah on, honestly like I am excited for this team. Like, I, I don't think I've been as genuinely excited. Like, I've had friends of mine come to me and be like, oh, so LPL's kind of a thing. Like, who should I follow? I'm like, WE. It's like, just follow WE. And they're just like, why? It's like, it's just an exciting team. There's just so much that you can love about this team. Fair enough. I will take the bot lane and kind of say that Jomong is, eh, at best. Oh my better. <laughs> don't do him John, he's he's really kid, right? carry. Yeah. I just
1: Yeah. No, I do he's not so believe he up. is.
0: I do not believe he is. I would. I will. I will come out and say that I do not believe that he is. However.
1: Don't worry. We have however... we have three months to teach you. Otherwise,
0: don't worry about. <laughs> yeah. <this>. yeah. <laughs> kind of do do I'm gonna be living kind of agree, with. Kind of yeah. Agree. I'm gonna be living with Jordan. I'm, I'm with gonna be you. corrupted. <laughs> but um. Yeah. No. Like. So. Like. 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 Breathe. AKA his curse. Like. Looked inside. I feel like I'm drinking a little bit of the Kool Aid from Demacia Cup or Demacia Championship. No, like top five, he, top, five. He, top five in the role, easy. Beishang, top three jungler, in my opinion. Like, I genuinely believe it. Uh, one, missing baby. is insane as a support, as an engaged support. The meta fits him perfectly right now. And then you've got Shanks and Teachermah who Shanks didn't look bad and Teachermah's got like a couple of like pocket picks in there. So like honestly this team is just fun, exciting and like everything about this just makes me go like if I if I'm given the schedule by the almighty caster leader and he goes Ushin casting WE I'm like yes fuck yes (laughs) i'm I'm just excited because there's so much to talk about on this team and i genuinely believe that they've just gone from strength to strength to strength and as me and clement were talking about during demastia championship they've gone with the organic we're gonna pick out what we want what we Mm -hmm. don't like we're gonna develop it we're gonna grow it organically it's not just a let's just grab the most money money you can buy that's that's you know which, which a lot of teams do so honestly i think team we top three I, I would be surprised as hell if they don't even make a top four. Like if they're in fifth or sixth, I'll be so upset.
1: I want to I bounce off of that because I echo a lot of those sentiments. And most importantly, the idea of like, who's good in LPL this year? Like everyone that's asked me that on Twitter, I've said WE. I'm so fucking hyped for this team. And the mm-hmm. reason for that is because we've already talked about Missing. We've talked about Baisheng. We've talked about Joel Meng, how like the the storyline of Joel Meng was like, He's probably going to in, so let's all play around bot lane so he can't in, and then if we get him fed, he'll be really good, right? I feel like that's less of a factor. He ints way less than he used to. I feel like he's got better over the course of 2020, which Clement clearly doesn't agree with. Um, (laughs) But when you look at the, the top lane and the mid lane, despite the fact that they were my favorite WE players, they were the weakest links in WE, right? Morgan and Tichamar were comfortably the worst laners. Uh, which is why the the style of just play around the bot lane and just play for these skirmishes and team fights became the style because clearly winning three lanes wasn't going to work out, right? Um, they've just replaced them. So Breathe comes in. One of my favorite top laners in 2020, coming from OMG, he was pretty much the only good thing about OMG. He was the thing OMG that was really Prison. exciting about that team. <laughs> and now he's on a team with some really good talent. It, it offers Beisheng another lane to play around. And then... The big question mark for this team is Shanks, right? Can Shanks step up? Because I like Shanks came in fairly hyped from the LDL. So far, the stuff that I've seen from him in the the small amounts of I think we saw him like once or twice in summer and we saw him in Damasia Cup
3: we we yeah, didn't see him at all it's, it's, I, I don't think we saw shanks at all during regular season it was just a massive yep. cup for context it was just, yeah 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 it was just a massive that was his debut remember because there's a lot it's, of hype and we're like it was he well. yeah.
1: i saw him in NAST as well i knew i'd seen him that's yeah, yeah, where i'm yeah, getting yeah. confused um kind of underwhelming so far but in my eyes very un- very untested so that's it kind of a question look, mark It didn't look
0: bad but the I rest of the pieces
1: around the map I'm super excited for. I think that this is going to be an exceptional team. If Shanks can step up, I think this could be a top two team.
2: I, I'll so, just go quickly because I, uh, I don't have much opinions that you guys have already said. Like I think this team's kind of very cut and dry. I have them fifth and the reason why I don't have them highly, I think Shanks is mediocre at best right now. I don't think he's going to get good this year. Like I don't know. and You can't be a top team in the LPL, in my opinion, without either a good mid laner or a mid laner who can clearly enable their jungle the right way. And from what we've seen from Shanks so far, he is neither of those right now. So they'll be top five, top six. Their talent's good. But, yep, that's... Uh, you, you guys pretty much said all the talking points on W I'd, that I
6: agree with. Yeah, I'm the exact same as Jordan. I literally have them fifth as well. The breaks are on them for me because of Shanks. I don't see him improving as much as he needs to. And, like, at least with Teacher Ma, as uh, Jordan kind of alluded to, like, he could feed into, okay, well, we're playing the support the Shang style. I don't know if Shanks is going to bring that, but if he can improve and can get excited, yeah, I definitely think they're going to be a top four. I just don't see it happening.
4: Yeah, I, I have them probably the lowest out of the bunch. I have them seventh, and the reason is pretty simple. If you look at their carries, Shanks and Jomong, I, I actually don't rank that high. I think they're average at best. And about the Jomong point, he's going to look very good because he's going to be the go-to option for resources when he's playing with Teacher Ma and Morgan. And neither of those two players asked for anything. But now that he's playing with Breathe and Shanks, um, you can see his damage share take a massive tumble. I think he's like third best damage dealer on his team coming in from Dimashia Cup, like even below Baishong. And in terms of positioning, I don't think he holds up the hyper carry bargain whatsoever. So you're you're really looking at a team that is going to focus mainly on top side. And it's going to be a very, very strong three-man group for sure. Missing, Baishong, Breathe. That is gonna be absolute killer. But the rest of the map, when it comes to team fights, when it comes to laning phase, they're not gonna be holding up against the top, like the upper echelon of the teams. And I think that's why I have them just like in playoff range, but not really a contender.
2: Uh, I also want to add, I actually don't expect them to play towards top side. And me and you actually talked about this before when we did that other that other stream where I think I think WE will come off the ground running and will kind of taper off as the the split goes. Because I think stylistically, they will play the same way that they did before. And okay, even though Shanks doesn't support Baishong the same way, and even though Breathe does want resources, they're still both mechanical upgrades over the other two. And I think early in the split, that'll be enough to get by. But yeah, I kind of agree with what Clemens saying. I've never been too high on Joe Mung. I think Joe Mung goes back to an earlier argument I said where, you know, big, like Oshin said, big fish in a small pond, like LPL 80 carries weren't that good in 2020. So Joe Mung was fine. But. I don't know if he can keep getting away with that. I still think he's like fine, but I don't think he's a superstar.
0: I think, yeah, I think I think the only thing that's stopping me from putting them into top two is like you need four and a half top players on your squad in LPL to be considered a top two team, in my opinion. And 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 WE don't have that. They have three and a half, maybe four. We we still have yet to see a lot from Shanks, and I think there's like there's definitely room to grow for him. I just think that Jomong's just not that. And I think that unfortunately you need four and a half. You're just going to come up short every time. So I do believe that Shanks can get a lot better. And I think that you know, given how the meta is right now for Beishang and how good there's you know, kind of uh, their three man squad of missing Beishang and and Breathe is. It's 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 just very hard for me to kind of you know, un- unbelievably like blindly just go ah yeah they'll be better than Top Esports or JDG because like hey, you know, I just can't see it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah still good still great
3: you you know what for me for the the defining factor putting them third i would have ig or fpx here but ig and fpx are such like question marks as to how do key member changes like change their position and how does it change the team dynamic i think we has more uh they've got more stability in the roster They've got upgrades because Morgan was meant to be great. Morgan sucked last year. I'm Whoa. sorry, he was a very weak point. Morgan sucked. Morgan no was no the w best w player WWE. in the league, and
1: I won't hear anything else. I, okay, I, 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 I don't care if he's them. attractive.
2: Well, well, the thing is, I, I because I don't. I want to know how you think we has less, like question marks in terms of like play style than like IG would because teacherma was such a big. I think both, even Morgan, I think both were such a defining part in how they played. And again, it was off the back of their weakness, but like Morgan Morgan's, Morgan's entire shake. style
1: was like sacrifice lanes TP and save yeah. the game
2: right Bre- Breathe and shakes play so different so like,
4: he was so bad on orn which is so weird
2: <laughs> I, I guess my question is like how does WE not fall into that style like like what what's the easy yeah. style that you see WE pulling off I mean here's the thing I'm not going to pretend <laughs> like Shanks I'm going to know the style of. and I'm
3: going to put the I I'm, well, I'm well, not going mean, to put it, the pieces together you're right You not
2: know but like like what is it you're imagining where they're going to I I mean I'm the imagining idea idea that like world, mid
3: mids right? Like, do I do I imagine that like mid's not going to be a weakness and it's not going to be covered up? Like Shanks is not be- gonna become a teacher right And it's not gonna be like, okay, let's let's send elements bot. Let's like control our objectives on, on one part of the map. Sorry, they're, they're positioning on one part of the map. I think that like looking at WE, I say, well, John Mung and Missing have improved like very, very well. Like what we saw for WE during playoffs is in the laning phase, like they were getting two V2 solo kills which was like their laning phase had improved a, a hell of a lot from some of the playoffs, especially too. I think Breathe is, is a great like solo top laner. Um, I, again, I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to, you know, imagine and understand like how their play style is going to adapt, but I will say that I think the players individually, their performance right now is uh, their, their floor is a lot more stable than say other individuals in, in teams like FPX and IG. So for me, WE looked like a team that... Where Shanks is the biggest variable and the biggest liability, where every other position can cover that because of either their development with people like John Mung or their continued uh, ability to uh, not adapt, but to improve, I guess, just, overall in the LPL. I want to just add on to that. Like,
1: I, I, I agree fundamentally with your big questions of WB Jordan, but ultimately, like, when when we talk about the issues of mid lane with Shanks. Like he is just straight up an upgrade to Tichamar in my eyes, right? He can he can also play Galio, True. so he has all of the strengths of Tichamar, right? <laughs> it's as simple as that. Oh, one of them. <laughs> like
3: so. Does he play Nocturne mid? No, good. As, can far, as, you he, can you <laughs> as far as I'm
1: do Karma. It's right. No, Tichamar can't fucking play Karma. He did play Karma, but he can't. <laughs> Tichamar play. So like overall, fundamentally. Unless he unless he struggles with nocturne mid, like there are no advantages to Teachmar over Shanks. So even if Shanks is underwhelming, it's still gonna be like a, a much better situation for them. He can still play He's the Teachma style if he needs to. Like anyone, but I could I, play the Teachma style. Well, it's just lose land actually,
2: and a lot. I, I, I actually don't agree with that. I, I don't think it's that easy for a player to just kind of adjust to playing so selflessly. Hmm. And I'm not saying that Shanks can't, you know, maybe he could, but I don't think it's like hard set shanks can definitely do what teacher mod did because again i think we see a lot of players struggle with yeah playing that stuff I, really I, 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 yeah i, no, I, I also I, I think zuka will struggle with that i was gonna going say into this, into this. on top
0: of that that's also like like giving shanks that caveat and saying he can totally do that is kind of the same as saying well why can't the shy why can't he go back to and we've seen the shy do it you know what i mean like if you're not I mean, going to give shy the shy could you, he just doesn't want no that, that, that's my point that's if you're a fresh not going to if you if you're, yeah, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're if you're not if you're not going to give the the leeway to someone who has proven that they can reach those heights then you can't really give the leeway to someone who hasn't Shown us anything really uh, you can be optimistic I, I think that's a
1: totally different conversation <laughs> it's not that i don't believe the shy could get
4: better it's that the, 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 the shy is don't a whole different you don't believe you will we already talked about i, I want to <laughs> um, sort of round out this conversation okay, by saying that i think a lot of us have WE moving forward because agreeably oh, their yeah, talent 100%. has gone up 100 mm-hmm. their talent has been an upgrade Absolutely. however if you look at the top eight teams in the lpl they've all got upgrades <laughs>
5: and Ooh. some
4: of these upgrades are 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 massive Dude. And a lot of them outweigh what WE has upgraded in themselves. So that's the, I, I think that's the bottom line. They're a better team. Yep. They can do more things. However, the rest of the LPL has gotten bigger, shinier weapons.
0: The LPL is so stacked. Third through fifth, so guys. Third yeah. through yeah. fifth.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We're, not
3: yeah. we're, we're not saying they're a, a round one playoff team. I think is the biggest part, right? If we're talking fifth, yeah. we're saying that are quarterfinals or better, which is like the WE world. for the yeah i mean your potential for worlds if this continues the summer we are a team that aren't gonna (laughs) you know sit in that round one and we're like oh they're gonna make it through but then the barrier of like a top esports or depending on like the Sooning, or uh who was it who who knocked them out um because they beat
4: easter lgd lgd and it's highly it's highly likely that the same lgd would knock them out again well, I, well I this is yes.
0: kind of uh, <laughs> teaching my die for this. But, uh, but like, just, I, just, I think sorry, sorry go on, Sheen, finish. Go. no, finish, finish oh. your point. Finish
3: your point. Oh, Sheen, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, the the thing about we, I just I want to round out like my point into putting them top three. Um, is the fact that like I I really get excited for LPL teams that show development and like build upon their roster. I think this was what Munchables or Ashine were talking about, where mm. you know like they've built man. on this roster. They they haven't just pulled in the. The experience, you know, that the the, the five star players, like they've pulled out Breathe, uh, previously known as Curse from OMG, who was showing really good signs of life and a team that needed CPR that unfortunately the medics were like five kilometers away and weren't going to get there in time <laughs> because OMG sucked. And so the thing is, like, this WE has developed Bei Shang into a top tier jungler. Joel Meng, you can argue that he's not, you know, like a top tier 80 carry, but you can still say he's an 80 carry that's gotten better over the course of 2020. He should be in everyone's top eight. He's in my top five at the very least because of how he's developed. And Clement, don't smile. And Missing (laughs) is a top three
4: support in 2020. Missing was Uh, consistent when you started putting someone in top eight. It almost doesn't matter anymore. It's like (laughs) he's top eight. He's better than Shubin. That's all that matters. If he's better
3: than Shubin, then we're developing. You know, then we're actually going (laughs) somewhere. You know. God, That's okay. good poor worst. Shubin. Poor just
0: Shubin. Bad. I'm
6: sorry, bro. If he's I'm bad bad sorry. We're supporting the league. Then he's pretty good. <laughs> Look, Shubin is out there somewhere trying to click on a nexus, and he's gonna make you sorry. Yeah, he, <laughs> will, he will. He will, he will, he will make like you sorry. Yeah. I think. I
0: think. Like, yeah. Like, I think. Like, every single team, in my opinion, like in the top ten, have had really good improvements to their team and really good improvements to their roster. I still maintain that we're probably still looking at, like, a definitive top two. Like, we've all pretty much, like, in whatever order you want to put them in uh, of top esports and JDG, but I still think that the next eight teams have gotten a little closer. You know, they've they've, they've it's no longer this massive. Okay, bye, Jake. <laughs> cheers, uh, it's
3: right. no
0: longer this like yeah. Cheers, everybody. I, guess. I cheers that I point. Could, I
3: think that's I uh, sorry to interject. I just I wanted to <laughs> cheese you because I think that's such a strong point, right? Like yeah, everyone I, has developed. Everyone. I think is everyone upgrade, has developed. Like like
0: I I just think that like when you're looking at LPL this year, like it's got, I'm gonna actually call it like Formula One. If did anyone watch Formula One this year? No, no, nope. no. Great, fantastic. Dude, okay. We're all so, into fifty, in for- dude. Uh, yeah, I love Formula 1. Oh, what? Dare you. So in Formula 1, you literally had Hamilton and Bottas. That was it. There was no one really else. You maybe had like one other person in third place maybe going for it, but it wasn't really that big of a thing. And then the middle of pack was just like every other week people were swapping. And that's what I feel like LPL is going to be this year. I think it's going to be like very clearly JDG, top esports. Yeah, they'll swap positions themselves. Like they'll do their own bloody thing. But then like, Third to like 10th it's gonna be all like oh they were 10th then two days later because we're seven days a fucking week they're now in bloody third like it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those years where like you're almost gonna not be able to like miss games you know what I mean really like, it's yeah. like oh I don't want to watch, I don't want to watch top esports versus TT that's not gonna be fun I do want to watch WWE versus IG though okay <laughs>
4: that's what I, I feel to like out. it's gonna be I am so hyped for playoffs because honestly yeah. oh, our playoffs in summer right, yeah. was hot garbage Just... the lower side of the bracket: <laughs> <WWE, laughs> right? LGD, uh... IG was terrible that was actually very painful to watch and i'm very hopeful i'm very thankful but this split we are definitely not going to get that sort of a bifurcation between the brackets Mm -hmm. and just having like kind of a lame duck session throughout (laughs) the The first two
2: lgd went to worlds again is a fucking it's a travesty (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right right,
1: right. i I want to move the conversation on uh because we're well, beyond the two hour mark at this point, so let's talk about oh, our top shit. two teams. Um, let's so right, we're Very we're split. Good. There's four yeah, people saying top esports for the number one, and there's me and Dagger saying JDG for the number one. Mm-hmm. I think that you guys should start,
3: yeah, sure. We, we start, can bro. go yeah. if, if, because as, you know why I'm saying you should start because with JDG, like, there's <laughs> roster changes, but it's still like. Oh, I don't know. You start.
5: You, you start. Here's,
3: here's why. Here's why I think you should start. Begins the conversation.
6: Wait, there's
3: arguments for both sides. But you start.
5: Um,
1: all right, I- I'll go first, Robert. If that's okay because you probably yeah, have more and better things to say yeah. than I do. As the more intelligent man and more beautiful man. Um Gosh,
6: Hey, listen <laughs> Chat chat has <laughs> spent the entire episode
1: complimenting you, so um I think it was just
6: I think it was just two lads I know, but yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. Okay, so obviously this this team was exceptional last year. Like it goes out saying, like, Zoom is an incredible top planer. You've got Kanavi who's an incredible jungler. Uh, and then Luma, I think, is uh, well, at least, in my opinion, he is the best support in the league. Um, I, I don't think anyone else yeah. can really match him. To be quite honest, I think there's a couple of names that are in the conversation, but realistically, I think it's a difficult argument to make that he's not the best support in the league. Um, and I actually think, especially with like top esports <laughs> changing supports to a, to a brand new rookie as well, uh, like suddenly that opens up a huge vacuum in the support role that I think Lumao is going to just be king of. Um, and then you've got Shie coming in over Yagao. I think that Yagao was fine, but I don't think Yagao was ever, like, particularly exceptional. I think Xie has much more potential to be uh, an extremely good carry as opposed to just, like, kind of filling the role like Yagao. And then Mystic over Loken. Honestly, that one's kind of up in the air for me. Um, I don't really know how well Mystic will perform. I'm not going to pretend like I've watched 100 Mystic Vods over 2020. Um... Babe.
0: i i think i i just uh, even to add more power to your point i think mystic's hmm. much better like a, a lot better his, his <laughs> summer wasn't opinion. great
3: his summer wasn't as great but his spring into the lck was great and 2019 i was still a big fan of mystic because he is a father and also a great player life <laughs> wife in that buff. order yeah um, in that order
1: yeah i mean i've heard i've yeah. heard great things right so it, as far as i can establish he's probably an upgrade like i said i've not like gone super in-depth on researching how much of an upgrade he is but fundamentally it seems like the two changes that have been made first off seem like upgrades but second off are always reversible the other two players are still on the roster they have lost nothing this is a pure positive in terms of roster changes for jdg if it all goes wrong they can just go back to the version that won them spring and took them two games in the summer finals as well like they kind of didn't perform at worlds like clearly something went wrong there i don't quite know what but i don't think that that is enough to take this team out of the conversation or, or to extrapolate too much from i think they're going to come in incredibly strong and i think top esports changing their support and Liu mao still being in jdg should be the difference maker in terms of that top two and when jackie love struggles in lane jackie love struggles for the rest of the game in, in what we've seen so i believe that that is going to be the difference between jdg and top esports
4: that's kind of a weird statement for me because I believe Top Esports actually upgraded in their support position. So, yeah. If I, anything I, I, they actually got closer for me. So, by a fucking ton. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I, I just went kind of <laughs> the JDG
6: point. But I still think stop. Luma is yeah. like okay, way sure. way way up here versus yeah, So, straight. yeah. So for myself, um I think GA is a better Yigou. I mean, they still played a lot of the uh, similar champions. Like we saw Shea playing a lot of Twisted Fate. We saw Yigou playing a lot of the same and um, a lot of the Zoe as well. And Shie can kind of play all these, but I think Shiye has these higher highs that I think we're missing. Like Yigou had his moments, don't get me wrong. Like we've seen the Lucian play bot side that he played really well. But, and the difference that a lot of people are going to be like, oh, well, you know, Yigou very much played towards Kanavi and this was the way that JDG liked to play. I mean, Shiye was able to do the same with Penis when when they wanted to it was more a case of like if Peanut was actually going to try and play that style but certainly like she had no problem like giving up waves so we could work with Peanut, so we could actually um start to snowball the jungle so i don't see that being an issue when he works with kanavi i think you've just opened up more champions and more playstyles having she in the roster because as i said like he's capable of playing the the likes of the twisted fate and the zoe's and these kind of things that we already saw and even his ears that we saw from you go but he's also got like really strong Silas's and assassins and this kind of style that I think she brings as well. And um, then looking at the bot side, I think Mystic is a straight upgrade. Loken is a is a role player and does very well in working with Lumao and kind of allowing Lumao to go and do his thing. I think Mystic can do the same, but just better and actually brings a level of carry performance that I think Loken didn't quite have. Um, but I think that's why I'm I'm excited. And I think from Top Esports' perspective, I think Top Esports have definitely got an upgrade in Juul. Um But with how close these two teams were, I don't think the upgrade in Joe is as much um, for the two guys that have come in on JDG.
2: I, I, you know, I didn't plan on saying too much here in this segment. I told you guys that. <laughs> Matt, I'm like, talking about good teams, fucking boring, but they're... <laughs> Like, I actually agree with, like, 99.9% of what you guys have said about about JDG, right? I, I love Joe's point that at the end of the day, they lose nothing by bringing these two in because they don't have to run them. They can just run the same roster and everything's fine. But I think the one problem I have with JDG is I don't have faith in Shea working out on this team. I actually don't think Shea played well around Peanut. And there was one, like, funny thing I always remembered in, in Summer that... When I watch their games, because, you know, she played so many TF games, they're the only team that uses TF as, like, gank setup for mid lane with gold card rather than, like, the reverse way around of, you know, TF enabling the juggler. Peanut would always come mid when A was on mm-hmm. TF, and it it always made me laugh. And I think we can even see, uh, going back to his time on DMO, that him and Xiaopong worked pretty atrociously. Even when Xiaopeng would try to funnel resources into mid, Xie wouldn't typically leave lane. And I kind of view Xie similarly to Forge in the sense that I think he thrives a lot in like, like he wants to trade heavily in lane. He wants to go for a lot of like chaotic skirmishes, stuff like this. And I don't think that fits JDG too well. So I I don't have a lot of faith in it. I do think he plays more champions than Nigao, obviously. I don't think his individual skill is much worse other than, Go on champions like Zoe and LeBlanc, I think is, like, way yeah. better than Shie, honestly. It's just not even close. But, yeah, Shie, I, I actually think they're going to step away from him halfway through summer. I don't think yeah. it'll work out. I do think bot lane is a big upgrade, but like Joe said, at the end of the day, they lose nothing. So, I think this team is definitely going to get second, but I'll, I'll let everyone else explain why top esports is going to, you know, be number one. So, uh,
4: I, I just I to okay, got go ahead oh, okay i just want to hype on that point is that's my potential worry for jd gaming as well like if they stick to Yego and loken i'm still pretty com- i'm still pretty comfortable with just putting them second but if they put up for instance like Shia and loken if mystic has trouble uh, starting early then that team's not going to look very good mm. and uh i also want to mention that the team if you have Shia and a mystic on this team they're not actually the JD gaming that you know and love. They're actually much closer to 2017 WE, but with an upgraded supporting cast. That's the way you should think about the team and the way that they're actually going to function. They're going to be playing around bot lane much more heavily. They're not going to be as aggressive in terms of searching for team fight initiations. And they're going to be playing a slower base where they can play off the synergy of the two carries. And that that's fine in a sense, but it, it also has this big lingering question is that Back in 2017, when they had that sort of a setup, Kondi uh, was the one that held most of their early game together. And Kanavi does sure. not function the same way. Kanavi is actually someone that plays out, out, off of his strong lanes and then gets EXP leads off of them. So it, it's it, it, it's it's going to be a balancing act. And I think there is there is a good scenario and a bad scenario for JD Gaming. The best scenario for JD Gaming is that they can swap players and swap styles Based on their matchup, the enemy team, what sure. they're playing, the meta, and they can benefit uh, off of all those qualities like the LeBlanc, the Zoe from Yagao, and the team fighting capability or, or the pop-off capability that, that Shia can kind of provide you. Um, but at the worst part, they will be caught between two sort of modes where they're like hard-engaged, scrappy Yagao mode and another mode that's kind of slower that wants Kanavi to make more sacrifices in the early game. That wants to play more towards team fights. They're going to be caught between that those two. And looking at JDG's track record coming into splits, I actually think they're going to have a slow start because this is not a cut and dried conversation where you can say, right. "Hey, I'm I, I'm taking Yagao Loken or I'm taking Xie Mystic right off the go." There's going to be benefits to both sides, and it's it's going to be quite difficult. I think this is probably the most difficult job that Chashu actually has has ever had. In terms of coaching, is if you look at Chacha when he has options, he tends he he actually prefers to limit his options. He prefers to go with one set of players rather mm-hmm. than balancing both. That's the same thing he did on Suning. That's the same thing he did on Flashwalls. So I just want to say your memory is I,
1: exceptional.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hit him, yeah. oh, man. Chacha was I- very very important uh, on Suning because he was able he was willing to fire Maple. So we have to remember that if you look no that's true, but if you it's look true. at his history, Cha Shao is going to go with one set of players, and this is not an easy choice, honestly and I, I just want to remember remind everyone how Shia got picked up. so Shia originally had another team, the other team left and out to dry, and on the very last day, jD gaming picked him up, so Shia was not originally part of the plan okay it wasn't part
0: of the master plan yeah yeah Sorry, he wasn't Rob, actually you go. part
4: of the plan he was a, on kind of the last second edition so i, I think what's going to happen is they're going to struggle a bit and then they're finally going to decide on a roster but it, it's going to be a difficult choice
6: so i think there's there's kind of two things i want to hit on there one is um with the shea not playing heavily towards jungle the i think shea did i think the bigger issue with that in a lot of situations was mark because both on um dmo and then coming in onto lgd as well. Mark wasn't really coming across. And you'd see a lot of times where she had started to shift. He was starting to move over towards the jungle and peanut. Well, whether he called or not would often get caught out and they're still in a numbers disadvantage because Mark wasn't actually catching up to the play in a lot of situations. So I suppose that's where my head's at for a lot of this is that I think there's more to just, Hey, she, can't play towards jungle. I think there was more caveats to that. And, and then secondly, the part that i want to go towards is that like we talk a lot about hey look you know kanavi building these xp leads off of his jungle and i know that is the meta and and that's not what i'm arguing against here and what i'm what i'm actually excited about is at the start of summer when jdg were really struggling we saw kanavi bring out this lease in and play super heavily through his laners and that looks so good like his lease in honestly i believe is the best in the world. And seeing how well he could play through mid lane and get that mid lane snowballing, I felt like Gao didn't have the super high high to just snowball that lead and turn it into something. I think if we end up seeing some more of that Canavi come out and we've got someone like She in the mid lane, I think that's when JDG can really have these pop-off moments with such a sky-high potential in the mid lane.
3: I I want to come in here because I've just been listening to you guys and uh, Clement especially, like... um, Clement, the point you raised kind of made me think back to, you know, multiple players and uh, the, the prefix here is I don't understand a team environment. I've never been involved in coaching. And I think, you know, people like uh, Clement and Lyric especially um, and even Dagda from some perspective will, will tell you about this. Better, but having a player and a difference of style to balance between if it works... Like, I think a really good example was potentially Duke and the Shy for IG, where Duke would only come in once or twice where, um, you know, the Shy was either having bad performances. Early.
4: I wouldn't call that changes in style. I would call that <laughs> disciplinary. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Like, <laughs> you are not a an action you know, reaction. I know, it, I know it's not, you know, two sides of the same coin. It's actually quite different, but I just see, like, having Mystic behind Loken, both great 80 carries. I see having Shieh behind your gal, both great midlaners, or at least, you know, you know, the better of midlaners. Um, I see this as being a strength that can be honed and is a waste if it's not honed and utilized by JDG, especially since all four of those players deserve starting positions and them sharing roles is something that's just, I think, also just a little bit criminal. Um, I, I would love to see the coaching stuff really utilize you know these these great players and second of all as well mayo uh, uh Hong. you know this is this is natural um important to note, people think i'm wearing lipstick but the uh, thank you Clement. I thought you uh, meant but-
6: you're Chinese, come
5: on come on wrap it up
3: <laughs> just sorry just to round it up before i hand it over to machine um these are talented players and i think for jdg like this is a, a roster upgrade overall because you're just adding more, like, volume to the roster where you already had a great roster that was going to be second anyway. But if they can play between styles, and it's just going to be powerful. I, I just thought I'd add my two cents.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to quickly round it off that like, I think JDG have a lot of growing pains to go through. And we've seen them previously have go through a lot of growing pains. So just to kind of echo Clement's point of like, this isn't going to be a boom clap. Welcome back, JDG It's going to be all like, a okay, let's figure figure stuff out. And let's like figure out where we're going from. But on the other side, they're gonna have a, tryouts for starts. That's, yeah, 100% that's, 100%. that's what the
4: first part of the split
0: is going to be. Um, but on the other side, on top of esports, you've just 100% upped <laughs> your support game. That's all you've done. You've just said, cool, <laughs> we got a better support and who works much better with Jackie Love and much better with our jungler. So I don't see a problem with this. I, I just, <laughs> like it's just, it's just straight up upgrades, straight up. Like even even if they like, yes, guess I agree with you that they've lost nothing in terms of JDG. I just see that the lack of like Yanja isn't like at, at any way a negative. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> You yeah. and you run it well. no
1: nobody's gonna no, argue at that <laughs> point. That's <laughs> not that's, that's all
2: we gotta really say, though. Really, about, about still worse than sports. Luma, though. Top, I, sorry, gone. Tuppy Sports ceiling was also just always higher. Like, let's see, yeah. be, be yeah. real. Yeah. It's kind of funny because that summer final should have been a 3 1 for TS, and it's funny since it did go to that game five. I don't know if you guys remember, but that game five was where JDG got like a four K gold leaded through. Yeah, but it should have never gotten to that <laughs> yeah. game five. Yeah, top esports were like clearly the better team in that final, and it's just like, well, this team is just upgraded, and yeah, they just it was just a Demasi distinctly advantage.
1: LPL final, is what it
4: was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So. I I want to mention why this uh, support upgrade is so goddamn important because Yuanjia was basically not <laughs> capable of initiating, and, and that's. Yeah. That's the one okay. thing that... You can, can barely play Brom. Like
0: yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <That's true.
4: laughs> This is why it's so important, because when you have three winning lanes, you technically want to start fights as common as possible, as often as possible, and you want to snowball those leads. And what Top Esports was it was very infuriating to watch is that they actually had a lack of potential to take leads and then grow them. So a lot of times it would stick in lane. They had a very static sort of game style. And with Joel coming in already into Masha Cup, we're watching him do far more initiations, play far faster than we've seen anything out of Uyuanjia. So essentially this team is going to be absolute dynamite. Their ceiling is the highest out of anyone. They've fixed their main issues. And another point I want to mention is Warhorse joining this team. Because I I, I think that absolutely uh, deserves a mention. Because Warhorse is, I think he's a bit different from BSYY. For BSYY is, you know, a lot of people really lauded him in the past about how he gets the team together he gets them to communicate he has a general strategy for the the game plan however he doesn't he often does lack specifics bsyy is a coach that has been exploited a lot for his level ones and for certain drafts and i I don't think warhorse is going to come in with those type of weaknesses warhorse is for me a lot more methodical and he's also going to push the range of top esports. And we've seen this already in Dimash Cup where they were hard running one single composition. And this is what Warhorse loves to do. He loves to just drill down one composition until it's a science. Nobody can compete with him, force you to ban him, and then he di- and then he diversifies into something else. So Dude, top to esports is going to have a game. plan and they're going to be
0: able to snowball. They lost one game in the entirety of Dimash Cup. Now they didn't play groups, obviously, but they lost a game in three best of fives. Like and they played FBX, Rare Adam, who you know is very controversial with how high and low you rate them, and they played TWE and they lost a game. So like, it's just they're just insane. It's just, there's nothing more really I can say about it. They're just nutty. So I'm, I'm just coming
3: back. Um, I just want to say, Joel <laughs> looked great during the Master Cup. If it hasn't already been covered, sorry, I had to really pee. Um, <laughs> that's, that's okay. I but it's a natural sports there's a gap this time last time it was like top esports jdg well there's a clear i feel like there's a top esports gap jdg i think top esports are above the league in so many different ways draw is the missing piece of the puzzle every player is either first or second in their role and i expect draw over spring and maybe summer to be you think draw is top
1: top two in his role
3: no, 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 sorry. Every player bot, that's what I'm saying. And then Dwarf okay, okay, will be... Okay, okay. I, was, yeah, I, was,
1: sorry. I was I, much. I just right. want to say, I do think that there's a stretch with Karsa as well. Um... I think oh,
2: Karsa... Karsa is weird because Karsa plays so different. differently than every yeah. other yeah. jungler. It's like, oh, it's I so like hard you. to rank him compared to the other yeah, junglers. Yeah, right. It's almost I
0: disingenuous.
2: But I would, I would say is literally
1: though, the horse. Let, let me just say, like, the, the style that Karsa plays is less like, uh... How do I word it's this? It's It's like style. the less significantly impactful style than, like, let's say Beishang or Kanavi, right? When Kanavi or Beishang has a significant impact on the game, it's, like, super fucking obvious, right? Because they are individually yeah. carrying, whereas Carse is a much more supportive jungler, so it's less, like, uh, obvious and outstanding when he is having a significant
2: yeah. impact on the game. But I feel like his job is harder, though, because, like, I, I feel like the amount of, not necessarily fires, but the the way Carson needs to play to cover all of his lanes, kind of at similar times, is much harder than you know picking graves and auto farming the enemy jungle. <laughs> like like it's so, oh, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll put it, I, it this it, it, way,
4: okay? Uh, playing with two losing lanes is actually a lot easier than playing with three winning lanes.
1: <laughs> I, don't I, don't I, don't I, don't... I don't know if that's true I don't know if that's true Because then you, you can play Graves at Auto Farm
4: Like <laughs> sometimes you don't have to do anything About those losing lanes But if you have three winning lanes All begging for attention It's actually quite difficult So a lot of times what Karsa has to do Is he has to track the enemy jungler That's why he's giving it, up farm
2: it, Did, did it, Ning it, find
4: it, difficulty it's in that? Carry. I different If you're not the carry it's
2: harder But if you're just playing Graves Yeah that's fucking easy Yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. I, th- I think I think Karza is just like Carsa's is Carse, and like he, we said it in Damasi Championship and everything, like he plays his style, and that's the end also, of it.
2: <laughs> also, best best top esports player at Worlds hands down. Like, I mean, the guy. Oh, not like, even, not even, right, not, 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 not even a not question. Not even a question. So yeah, I don't know. I, like, I mean, I, hey, I don't the, think the, the point is Jake <laughs> didn't say that Shroud is top two so everything so, is so it's okay <laughs> it's, it's all okay guys i could definitely see oh an argument god.
0: for karsa being the top one of the top two junglers in the league like there's definitely an argument but I, whether or not that is a thing is a different conversation but not for not for sure no can i ask
4: if, if karsa becomes a world finalist is he going to go to tsm2 i hope so wait can we prevent that from happening oh my no,
2: god no.
1: i'm sure there'll TSM. be international <laughs> rules against that by that Hopefully, yeah.
0: No, they'll change them so they can't hey, They can actually I'm, have
2: it. I'm just saying. I was on a World Finals. TSM.
0: I just want to say, Jordan. TSM has
1: a reputation of murdering coaches' careers, so maybe maybe
6: this is not a great choice. Hey, it's already done for.
4: I want to say that TSM murders coaches, but they're also really loyal to those coaches. Those coaches are still there in in different positions. Okay, you know true i'm an old
0: i'm an og uh, old school tsm fanboy and even i know they're a fortnite org like i'm just gonna put it out
1: there (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually friends with their original fortnite manager and he has a totally black card because one of the fortnite pros didn't want it and it was great i had future probably every day for like three
6: months
1: (laughs) moving on um... i'm not
6: allowed to talk smack about fortnite because my brother's a coach so
1: (laughs) i would say that's more reason to talk smack about it. true well, yeah, better say, you deep probably deep. should um we, we are <laughs> heading up night, to lol. two and three quarter hours on this podcast so i think oh, it's about God. time we wrap this up i want to give everyone biggest episode our longest episode was like three and a half hours it which is, was, it was it grabs yeah it is definitely well,
6: the biggest episode though. of season two <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: True. <laughs> i will say though it is also the shortest episode of season two so you know yeah oh uh, yeah yeah um,
0: Wins with the I do want to. I do
1: want to give you guys an opportunity to say like one final statement um, about the LPL, and feel free to like give shout outs to what you guys are, are doing over the next year, channels to follow, etc., etc. So we'll just follow the the clockwise formation we've been doing. So Jordan, do you want to head us off with like final statements and and what's going on for you?
2: Final statement is B five is fucking awesome. I don't care where you follow me. I don't do anything other than broadcast LPL. So just watch LPL. That's L. it.
4: Them all. Guys, this is the most top heavy the LPL has ever been. We have 13 teams. All of them have a chance at playoffs. Not the bottom four. I'm sorry about those, but <laughs> all top 13 teams are absolute bang. They can beat any any team any time of the day, so tune in. You're not going to be disappointed.
6: Dagda? Uh, well, obviously, we're all casting LPL, so that's going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, in case that wasn't obvious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I want to know. This has been something, Jordan. Do you have a SoundCloud or something? Because you do a lot of music production. Yeah. And I'm actually curious if you can promote that because I want to know where I can listen to more of that.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I do not have public music for, for
6: these years. <laughs> wow. just, okay, okay, you join our private Discord chat and you can hear <laughs> some <Yeah>. of the <laughs> yeah. A a month. Month. A yeah. On Twitter.
3: Yeah.
6: All right. Well, then just follow me on Discord. All right. Discord on Twitter, DagdaCast. And yeah, that's kind of the extent. Which
2: Prime?
1: Yeah,
6: <laughs> this this channel's not even affiliate, so yeah,
2: it oh, can't God. even
1: go give <laughs> Twitch Prime tanker. to Ender or someone. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Hysterics.
3: This team works so hard; it's a seven-day broadcast week. <laughs> if these guys are not at Worlds, I will cry. They deserve it. That's it.
2: And vice oh. versa. Oh. Vice versa. Yeah.
6: Oh. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Fuck this guy
0: yeah be, <laughs> honestly honestly yeah. Yeah. i didn't want to say it but like jordan thank you <laughs> <laughs> all
6: right uh jordan yeah. and clement are just saying that because they were already at Worlds. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true
4: i don't think translating counts though <laughs> no, hey, I just, hey, you're I
3: clement's copy it. pastor is translator host analyst caster friend <laughs> Father, husband, the is, father? is there anything he cannot do? <laughs> He's, He's a father. We are the children. We are okay. under Clement. He's my He'll father. Just,
0: like, throw out someone's yeah. a dad. Yeah. Like... All right.
3: Clement <laughs> is my father. Okay. okay.
0: Moving on. <laughs> uh, Penguin, over to you. <laughs> uh super hyped for the year basically that's all i gotta say very excited to work with everybody and uh yeah watch lpl because lck's no actually watch lck as well because chronicler's on it i was gonna say it's boring as fuck but now my boy's on it so i gotta support it Whoa.
1: <laughs> listen right i love chronicler but lck's always the boring as fuck they don't it like to fight yeah fuck my crap yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> we'll close out the show um thank you so much for watching everyone Uh, make sure to follow everyone on twitter these guys are amazing uh it is going to be seven days a week of lpl every single day there are games coming your way so make sure to go follow lpl on twitch as well and lpl english on twitter to get all of the updates and all that good stuff um this is the new home of babies of the boys so please do click follow on this channel as well it will no longer be on my channel it will be on this channel and we'll promote the new youtube channel and stuff like that as well um Thank you so much for watching. And other than that, that's going to be it from us. And we will see you guys tomorrow for the LPR. Yes,
3: yeah, seven days.
5: Let's go. Catch Let's you go. later, Hi. everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.